hear that yeah. through the headphones. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're, they're, I'm barely touching it. It's uh, I, I, I wasn't saying it was too. I, I was I was twiddling all the because I haven't I haven't cleaned this yet. Ah. I got the uh, brand oh, new. There you oh, go. yeah, yeah, I got that. Found a video about how to clean this thing, which means I have to pull every knob, oh, every all of this stuff has to come off. Then I can take the top off, and then like it's it's like a half day process to clean this thing out I, properly. And then apparently I'm supposed to apply some sort of a lubricant once I clean it with that stuff, so that they will continue to rotate smooth. And I don't have that, and I just haven't gotten around to buying it yet. Hmm. Um, I guess maybe I can get away with not doing that. I'm not 100 percent sure. Speaking uh, of cleaning, just totally went through my bedroom like, yeah, dusting and vacuuming. It had no. been a while. It really needed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an all day thing. This room was a mess because I have been trying to fix my flight sim stuff onto my rig, which now I have it pretty much where it's going to be now. I actually put a seat a seat slider, but I had to put the seat grabber thing on the back because I have a flight stick in the front now. Seat grabber. Um, you know the little what the fuck it's called <laughs> Sli- uh, slider god damn dude yeah that was, was, that did, was did that come through the headphones i don't know a little bit probably <laughs> i will i'll amplify it in the final recording good good man okay do you have a list or something pulled up i actually wrote the only the only stuff i wrote down for this time around for the post not e3 stuff was uh in the same notebook that we the last time we did it. Oh, I, I have. So I still have that list of. Yeah. Actually, here it is, right there. That's the, that's the list from 2018, I think. It shows. Let's see. That probably was the last time. Let's we see. Did World it. premiere, uh, Sekiro, Forza Horizon Four, Cyberpunk. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Black Desert, Cuphead DLC, Battlefield Five. I think which I just heard your stomach again. Still it hasn't come out, which is. Hilarious yeah. to me. Which one still has it come out? Uh, the Cuphead DLC. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what is it called? Delicious Last Course. Yeah, DLC. Yeah. they have shown it like, like yeah, twice. They have a release date. Like yeah. it's I forget when. Matt, soon. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. I only wrote down stuff from the I didn't Xbox write, show. I, I didn't write down everything, but I wrote down stuff that was like these are big releases or these are things that interested me. Mm-hmm. I'm, but I was pretty sure y'all were going to have stuff y'all yeah. wanted to talk about and remembered anyway. I mean, I, I literally just wrote down the stuff from Xbox specifically. Yeah, I mean, Xbox is one of the ones I had the Turn least that up just a smidge from. The I, least? Actually, my the only things I could actually remember from Xbox, which says a lot, was the Bethesda stuff. Yeah, Redfall and Starfield. So the uh... oh, by the way, welcome back to someone on point. Uh, <laughs> I forgot we do we do the intro thing, uh, but I was actually getting into it. Uh, right. I, I'm your host Matt, and as always, we have Luke and Brandon. Okay, so I was listening to uh, we we did a top ten video game episode a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that we did it completely. I also forgot that we did it right after we went to see Ready Player One in theater. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I didn't remember that either. It was like a two and a half hour episode. It was a really long one. There was some funny shit in there. I'm trying to remember. The one thing I remember was you saying that the first Bethesda game you're really going to get into is Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how long it's um, been. Yeah. There were there was a, oh, a more Anthem talk. Um, there, were, there was something really specific related to you that you said that like nowadays, like did, it did not age well. <laughs> I think they do better Bim, when Bim the is not open. happy. Bim is not happy. I think they do better when the door is open. Well, 
we're about to get internet points because I'm about to grab him and make him meow on the thing. <laughs> Is he and putting his paw under the door? Not yet. I okay. can see. I can see a shadow. I think he's rubbing on it. But yeah, it just I, I was doing that to kind of get back in the mindset of mm-hmm. of recording. Right. Right. And it was just interesting because I I forgot about all that. Like I'm like we each had a list of ten games. I completely forgot everything I had even put on my list. Oh, it might be written in that. I, but I mean, I know Mass Effect was on mine. Mass Effect was your number one. Yeah. Because you were the only one who actually numbered one to ten. Yeah. And then we all had a, a fuckload of honorable yeah, mentions. There, there, all there was there was a misunderstanding in. of how we were going to do it. <laughs> oh, no, everybody kind of had their own way. And yeah. Like, yeah whatever. No, it was all good. Uh, it was. Uh, I really liked all the recap of Ready Player One because uh, I'd forgotten basically. Yeah. Uh, and since then, Ready Player Two, the book has come out, and I've listened to it twice. Unlike the forty plus times the first one, <laughs> you think they're going to try and make another one? I, the, like uh, make it into a movie? I, I hope. I hope they do. Yeah. It was a it was a pretty decent story. The um, basically the 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 neat thing about instead of it being the uh, standard kind of VR goggles, <laughs> like you're you know, it's essentially oh god, Nerve Gear. It, you go you full full dive. You go full under. Right. Um, Sword art. Yeah. The uh, to where you don't realize you're in the um, I guess it's not so much that you don't realize you're in the real world, but it just feels like it's the real world. And um, there's there's this whole bit where Anorak, who, which was James Halliday's character, comes back and he's all this and he turns into like a he's basically the big antagonist of the thing. And um, there's real world consequences uh, for him doing what he wants to do because basically you can't be in the oasis with this device for more than 12 hours or you your mind gets fried essentially damn like you have to get out and and have like an eight hour break between 12 hour sessions or kind of thing um and there's usually a fail safe but he disables the log out it's it's very much sao like i was about to say he disables yeah. the log out you can't get out <clears throat> and all that um <clears throat> and then there's also a whole a whole part where there's uh digital copies of your soul essentially. So yeah, I won't go into it any more than that for now because <laughs> hopefully the movie gets made and it's it'll like be, a, a soul engram. It, yeah. Yeah. It, it that's very, cool. Well, actually that's what they call it in cyberpunk too. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. That's cool. You never actually got through playing it. No, mm-hmm. the whole Keanu Reeves character, Johnny Silverhand he is literally an, it's called soul killer. I think. Yeah. Soul killer. And, and they literally call it an engram and he's, he's on this chip that you are, the big heist at the beginning of the game, your task was stealing the soul killer chip. I mean, that's just, it, and it, but the case gets damaged. So you have to put it in your head. And then when you get killed, because you know, shit happens, right? Uh, he brings you back essentially. And then he's part of your mind. But this, that engram was designed. So you implant your soul onto it. So that's where you actually live. It's not like a copy. Exactly. Ready player one's a copy. This is like, you, are like so silverhand is this program right and this and this program is designed to overtake the mind of the host that implants it essentially it was for it was for the head arasaka guy to live forever it, it, he, a, he can basically implant his soul into a young body again it, and he can, say, it's immortality it, it, it's a cyberpunk version of palpatine yes yeah. yes yeah it's except you know execute it well right right but we're not going there yeah, yeah um so that was uh but yeah anyway ready player ready play it's called ready player two of course it is yeah uh very good all right <laughs> i 
I had a rant I wanted to go on. I think you had two that you I had a few, and I honestly don't remember what they were. <laughs> I wrote them down. Oh, there's the whole uh, EA getting ratioed by everybody for their stupid. That was their amazing. Tweet. I was so happy with that. And in their defense, they they owned it. They're like, okay, yeah, we. They owned it, but they didn't no. own it well. No, well, no. Yeah. this is EA. We're talking. They about. actually made it worse by the response that they had. Yeah, because it was like. You knew exactly what kind of response that you were going to get, mm-hmm. and then you still did it. Okay, I, I, I got it. Uh, people, some, again, a very vocal minority, very loud minority, as is typically the discourse on the internet. Mm-hmm. People are calling for Xbox to stop games with gold. Uh, yeah, we talked because, about this. Well, we mentioned it, and I said I wanted to save it for this. Yeah. It's because, admittedly, the games they're putting on there are not good. They're not interesting they're They're, not good a lot of them are throwaway yeah a lot of them Mm -hmm. are just junk some of them are repeats of of games that have come out in the past why they're giving those i'm not sure i don't personally care i quit checking what free games are because they haven't been good i forget to check exactly because a lot of them yeah for in the last year or so haven't really been nothing's been interesting to me i probably have fewer than 10 and i've had an xbox gold yeah. Uh, subscription for 14? Since Halo 2. 14 years? Halo 2 days was when you and I jumped on. Um, but the they're calling for it to stop because they can't put good games on. And it's like, well, then just don't get them. Well, yeah. I, the only I, decent I don't know argument. Why, the I don't only, know why you need to stop it. That, the only decent argument for not doing it anymore is that the funds that would go into doing that could go to something else to make something else better. That's the only reasonable kind of in favor of stopping. But maybe that's the entire reason of why they started putting, you know, lower tier games there is that they're not putting as much money into it already. That's possible. That is possible. I don't know. But it's like, you know, if you don't like it, this this goes for everything in life. If you don't like it, if you don't like it, you don't have to do anything with it. Just the, ignore that it's there. Yes. This is overarching logic. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't like something doesn't mean that it needs to not exist. Right. So, yeah, that's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, that's that's assuming that the reason why they've never had amazing games on Games with Gold is because they probably have a set budget for that. Yeah. And that money wouldn't go anywhere else. Right. I I, I agree. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not going to be enough to make a difference with Game Pass or anything else. And they have had some cool stuff on there. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, uh, I have, I think I have the last two Gears of War games simply because they were on gold at some point. Pretty sure. Yeah. I never bought them. No. I have them because of games with gold and mm-hmm. uh, the remake of Resident Evil, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. The, they have like had... the last one they've done. I have that too. So they've done good games. It's just, yeah, they probably have a set budget and they just don't go over that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. but yeah anyway as as always twitter is going to blow everything out of proportion and there's no reason to listen to bots i i basically don't declare myself a fan of anything anymore because i don't want to be associated with people (laughs) that do because it's that bad well mm -hmm. like star wars fans especially lately since uh, obi-wan kenobi like the fact that ewan mcgregor had to call them out himself I make a video about, you know, I, I didn't see anything. I I have stopped paying attention to almost anything so Star Wars. Basically, the um there the, except for Survivor. There's Survivor been, I want. Basically, there's been a ton of racist stuff going towards um the actress that played Reva in Kenobi, the Inquisitor. 
I only watched the first two episodes. What? Yeah. You didn't finish it? No. Bruh, you need to finish it. <laughs> it's it's fucking good. Um anyway, there's been a lot of backlash because she's a black woman in a leading role in the show. And it's like was wasn't it because of what was happening what was happening between her and other characters? What? Wasn't that why people were pissed off? No, they're just pissed off because of racist fucks. And they just don't want to see a black woman do well. Like I said, I've only seen the first two episodes, but from what I heard, it was because of what they were trying to do with her. No, she she actually had a more interesting storyline than even I was expecting. Well, uh, it was I mean, it wasn't anything crazy huge, but it was good. The thing that stood out to me was why in the fuck did they have her kill the Grand Inquisitor? Don't worry, don't worry about that question until you watch the rest of it. You need to watch the rest of it. <laughs> uh, that just seemed like a really stupid thing to do. But whatever. Like so I said, I've only seen the first two. You need to go watch it. The um, so but yeah, there's been a lot of backlash. So you and McGregor actually made a little video on his phone and posted it online, basically talking about any of you that are acting like this and being this way towards her. I I basically disown you as Star Wars fans. You're not Star Wars fans. <laughs> you know we don't want fans like you. Basically, fuck off. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, fucking good because. She did great. Like her character was cool. Her acting was great. The only problem I had with her, and it probably wasn't her decision, was that ridiculous parkour shit in the first episode. That was completely unnecessary. I don't even remember. When she right was now. chasing him through the fucking or it might have been the second episode, uh, when they're on the rooftops in, in that 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 city. Oh, that does sound kind of yeah. familiar. There's like she's like chasing him down, but she's do, she's on the rooftops doing parkour and it's com- it, but it's like that unnecessary parkour was where you're it? flipping around because you can't. It would be. It would have been faster for her to just go. Was it as bad as the most terrible chase scene I have ever seen in anything in my entire life, which was in the Boba Fett show with the kids on the bikes? Uh, that was the worst chase scene that I was, have seen in any entertainment property in my life. It's about as bad as that was. Yes. That was because that was pretty horrible. terrible. It was pretty. It terrible. was so slow speed and yeah. so low stakes. Yeah, <laughs> there was no like point getting to off it the existing. bikes and running might have been faster. Yes, but yeah, it was similar. Yes. It was the similar kind. Of, was, I don't know who's making that decision over there, at Lucas. That was terrible. That was pretty bad. Otherwise, and and you know, there like one of the episodes, you know, there there's some slow moments in it, but generally overall, it was a pretty good. And the way it ended was really cool. Um, what? Wait, wait. Ken- Kenobi. Oh, okay. The, yeah, way, no. the way the series ended. The way the series, okay. way the well, the season. Because I they, thought we were talking about a specific episode. No, no, no. The way the the whole the whole thing ended was pretty cool. It actually part of uh, something that happens in the last episode makes the way basically makes you rethink about. So when um, Owen and Baru die in A New Hope, and you see their skeletons outside the house when mm-hmm. Luke goes back. Yeah. yeah. Based on what happens in the in the last episode of Kenobi, it makes that change the context of that had to have been a fucking slaughter fest. That's all I'm gonna say. I'll okay. leave I'll leave it at that because it's still it is still pretty new. <laughs> I, I mean, um, I, some people I, I may have still never it, actually finished Boba Fett either. Boba Fett, it was really boring. It the Mandalorian episode, the ones with Din was. See, that's what was, I was trying to get to. I, yeah, I started watching yeah. it and I only watched the first two episodes. Yeah, and the, then I came the back third and I, think is, I watched two more. Yeah, and one of those was that horrible chase scene. I was like, yeah. God, the it was just a slog. I I personally, it's it, it's one of those things. It's like I. Don't really care for the the storyline they're giving him. I making almost him a crime think syndicate. that they purposely wanted to make him less interesting 
for Mandalorian? No, I almost think that they purposely wanted Boba Fett to seem less interesting because of how beloved he was in the fandom. Why? Why would they want to do that? Why would they want to purposefully they, sabotage a character? They're trying to. They're spending they billions to, be, to make a they fucking show about. They seem to be changing about. all kinds of shit, man. From what was established, uh, it's just it's weird. Well, I mean, yeah, it's well. I don't know. We'll see how that goes out. I saw an article today about how they're actively trying to retcon and fix the sequel trilogy. A new book that just came out lends a lot of credence to a lot of reasons. I don't know. I haven't gotten into. I didn't. I barely read the article. You but got I'm some money off book. of it, man. Just stop wasting your time. Yeah. Stick with uh, with Fahey and uh, and uh, what's his name? Who, who's the other guy? The one that did um, the one that did Rebels. Oh, Filoni. Uh, Filoni. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick with those two. Those guys know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's. Yeah, the the Boba Fett. It's like I I I almost feel like the book of Boba Fett story, like like Fett storyline specifically, is sort of a necessary thing to get to where they want to go with it. Well, I mean, some of some of it was cool. If like it had some redeeming qualities, but man, just they chose a really boring path, especially to start it off. Yeah, it it ended okay. Um, definitely more interesting with the stuff with Din Djarin being in part of it. Um, right. and, and all that. But the thing is, is that you, 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 if you go straight to Mandalorian season three, you're going to, you're going to miss out on, because they basically, you can't go to Mandalorian season three without having watched book of Boba Fett. It's wow. kind of, it's kind of like okay. how the new Dr. Strange multiverse of madness. If you didn't watch WandaVision, it, none of it makes sense to you. Then I'll probably never watch it. WandaVision was great. Yes. <laughs> it was so good. It looks stupid as fuck yes i held off on it until i was so bored one night there was nothing else to do i'm like fuck it i'm gonna put it on well y'all just suck because that was the whole reason i watched it because yeah. it looked weird as fuck yeah <laughs> i i didn't yeah i and wasn't it was fucking amazing I, I i'm the type i have to be in a certain mindset to want to watch something i'm sure you're probably the same way that was like based on the because it just looked like that 60 that 50s 60s sitcom thing yeah. and i'm like okay that's weird I don't get it. And then, like I said, one day I was just so bored on Saturday night. I was like, screw it. I'm just gonna put, I'm just going to put it on. And they they left just enough tease as to what was really going on in that show in the first episode that I was like, oh, OK, let me watch another one. And then it was like, OK, then it it, it hooks you real quick. Well, I, I knew I knew from before it aired that each episode was a different sitcom yeah so that's that's what oh, i didn't me. i didn't know that either that how it went through the different I, I time periods you, i think if you knew that you'd have been a little bit more shame but yes shame it was, ding, ding. That, that wasn't nearly as bad as me like no choking no on freaking energy drink no but it's the it's the it's the fact that you you know yeah you yeah know, hey you know. i got on top of it after the first one it's not like my phone blows up no it's all good i'm just teasing um oh crap now i forgot what i was going to say what you were talking about i'm talking about wandavision Oh, oh, right, right, right. Okay, so, uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I, I, I'm terrible for that. With uh, I have being to be in the mood, in the exact right mood for something. And ever since I have seen Callisto, all I want is sci-fi and survival horror. Yeah, and there's just nothing new in either one of those veins that yeah. interests me. Yeah, especially sci-fi. I mean, we're, we've talked about this so much in the past. So I won't completely rehash it, but. Sci-fi is just so underserved in the gaming industry on a high level. Like you, you get a lot of small games all over the place, sure, but like at the AAA level, it seems like developers just shy away well, from I mean, sci-fi. The, the the industry goes in waves as well, because I mean, I I agree because we're getting some. Yeah, we're, because we're, we're about to be fucking flush with 
survival horror sci-fi shit between uh i mean one of them's a remake but i will fucking take it because yeah. dead space was starting to look rough around the edges you mean I, the the remake I, you mean yeah okay no the original was starting to look oh, rough right. around the edges right so getting the remake i'm happy about that. yeah that was actually something that you mentioned in that episode i listened to the other day was how dead space dead space 2 was on your list because Two that was, was kind of the pinnacle God. of that franchise. There was there was a guy, and I can't remember his name right now. I wish I could call him out. But he did a video basically saying Dead Space 2 is still a new game. Yeah. Because it hits all of uh, all of the stuff that a, a great game needs to be a great game. Mm-hmm. Like it hits all of those uh, all of those bullet points. Yeah. And it's every time I play it, it's still amazing. Yeah. Um Okay, so let's actually. I was about to say. Let's, let's actually get into. Um, since you have the master list there, <laughs> that's not a master we list. Can, it's we, just we it, can kind of follow. The, we can follow that outline. There you go. Yeah, I, I, have, I figured I one the, of y'all. The, I have the graphic up yeah. from the uh, yeah. from the Xbox showcase. Yeah. So I, I've got a lot of the stuff listed, but I'll kind of go in order that they happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's so do that. we started off with uh, State of Play, and I think it was right before June. Actually, it was right at the end of May. Something like that. Yeah. So uh, the biggest thing from that, for me anyway, was uh, the uh, the RE4 remake. I mean, I, I already knew yeah. about Callisto. Callisto would have been the biggest one, but the RE4 remake, God. Yeah. Like, like, like I told you, all I want is the RE4 remake, and that will make E3 for me. I yeah. got it. I was happy. Everything else after that was great. Yeah, and RE, RE4 was the first Resident Evil that I didn't hate. <laughs> so I was happy. I was happy to see that coming back as well. Damn, you you hated two, man. I hated the first three. I didn't. I'm, I'm I didn't. Messing with you. I didn't like Resident Evil until it was controllable. Yeah, the tank control discussion. We've oh, had the tank okay. d- control discussions. Yeah, before. That that completely kills the game for me. And I've tried it many times over, and I'm just I'm won't do it. FYI, uh, one of my topics uh, for a later episode is perspective in gaming. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll come into it. Like okay. difference yeah. between like first person and third person, or like yeah. uh, God control in RTS. Mm-hmm. So all the differences yeah. um, and how they play out and how games use them. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, cool. A little teaser there. Write yeah. um, write it down because I'm gonna forget. No, yeah, I, I already um, have it with bullet points. Sweet. Even though, even <laughs> dude, though I've been playing fucking, around. He's fucking ready. Yeah, we might no. have to go to more than once a month. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, I've got three other ones bullet pointed. Yeah. All right. Nice. Right on. Uh, even though RE4 technically has the same controls. Right, it's, it's a yes. difference in the perspective. The, the over-the-shoulder perspective absolutely was a great move, mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, it's what it—that's what it needed to it, get me interested. And the fact that they went with that for the RE2 remake made it all the better. Mm-hmm. It, yep. it just shows that they probably would have done that from the start, except for technical reasons. I, I really wish I could hear or get a a read back of a transcript when they were talking about what went wrong after re6 to now just mm-hmm. because of how how much of a 180 capcom did right oh yeah did um the the third person thing for eight is not out yet correct no that is october 28th okay if i'm not mistaken okay. it's actually so they're gonna release uh that what's that no they didn't announce that until the capcom showcase so they didn't announce that at a uh, state of play that was what it was so they announced they announced RE4, the RE4 remake, and uh, they also announced the PSVR 2 uh, version of RE8 right. at the State of Play. 
And a lot of people were saying, wait, is that the DLC? And they were pissed off. Yeah. I was like, dude, just give it a fucking second. <laughs> wait, just just wait. And that, that's another thing like we were just talking about with Twitter. Everybody yeah. gets in an uproar so quickly now. Yeah. But anyway, um, so we had the RE4 remake. They showed some more of Callisto Protocol, which was great. Yeah. Um, and then what? Uh, Street Fighter Six. I don't know what to think about that, honestly. It, it's not for me. I listed because that's that's a big deal in the gaming industry. Another yeah. Street Fighter. Yeah. A lot of people love fighting games. For me, I haven't. God, I don't remember the last fighter game. The I last played. Street Fighter I was really into was Third Strike. Well, even just a fighter like yeah. Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. I, I remember the last fighter you were into. MVC two. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> But I think I played something since. Going to take you for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. Say, <laughs> so did you dabble in Injustice at all? Because those two no, were excellent. No, I, I didn't play them, but a lot of people said they were. And yeah, they're pretty cool. It, it's just like I said, it's I haven't had an interest in that, mm-hmm. mostly because it specifically requires constantly uh, fighting real life people. And I've always been more well, single that's, player. That's why one of the big things I liked about Injustice and the newer Mortal Kombat's that are all made by they got full fleshed out Nether Realm. They have yeah. full fleshed out story modes, the campaigns, yeah. and yeah. and yeah. it's not you pick one character and play the whole way. It switches out characters, right. both both good and bad, quote unquote characters, yeah. depending on what what the storyline needs at that that's moment. Cool. And actually, the Mortal Kombat basically it's an entire trilogy at this point. Uh, it's a whole new trilogy where they essentially alternate timeline so the 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 new i think it was mortal kombat 9 was the first one right yeah 9 10 yeah. 11 uh 9 started out with shao khan about to kill raiden everybody is dead shao khan is about to kill raiden and take over everything and he sends his previous self a message saying that he must live that's the that's the thing he says so raiden at the first mortal kombat tournament like ba- basically mortal kombat 1 gets that message and he's like, he, he had like this vision, but he doesn't know who must live. And now it's like uh, trying to change the future, but everything he does is kind of inevitable anyway. Um, and there's I mean, like, it's like an alternate timeline reboot slash reboot. And it was actually pretty cool. I played most of that one and a little bit of 10. I haven't touched 11 yet, but I've watched videos about it mm-hmm. and stuff and it's, it's pretty neat the way they did it. And then in, on the injustice side, they actually do follow an unjust, uh, a comic storyline. I don't know how much it varies from it because I've never read the comic, but even that is an incredible storytelling from the superhero point. Yeah. It's like if DC could put half that shit into their movies, their movies wouldn't suck. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and that's kind of the thing with the with DC that's been for from my perspective forever is I, I would I would rather DC than Marvel. Mm-hmm. If they would make them well. Yeah. Because I like the grittier version of superheroes that yeah. DC presents. You would you would enjoy Injustice's story. Yeah. Even if you don't play the game, just go watch some of it on YouTube or something. It's it's Yeah, I'm there's, it gets there's really dark. Probably look up Injustice the movie. Well, dude, <laughs> That'll be good. There enough. was uh uh shout out to a YouTuber I follow called Alien Theory. Uh he does a lot of reads of old comics and he did a read of an old comic recently where it was Predator versus Batman. And mm-hmm. it was Ooh. it was awesome because the way he does it, you know, he presents the original panels, but he also adds in like special effects and 
uh, like different scenes from maybe uh, different comics too, where there's something that doesn't fit, but he wants to present it. He does a really good job with it. But yeah, I, I prefer DC for sure. I've I've generally been more Marvel just because yeah. that's just what I was exposed to. But then right. the, the fucking MCU movies were just amazing. Um, okay. The, uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy 16 actually looks pretty dope. Mm-hmm. yeah that, that was that that was uh that was that was the end wasn't it i think that was the last thing they I showed I, I don't know i have a i have 16. a list here i'm not sure if it's yeah. in order or not um <laughs> the i read an article about it where they talked about how they made sure to not get to to use european english not american english voice actors really because it's a medieval it's sort of a medieval oh, yeah, know, western I, medieval fantasy setting i can't oh, got my brain um, so you wouldn't have anybody with an American accent. You I, need to have those European accents of various kinds or whatever. I, I actually kind of hate a lot of the uh, a lot of the VO that they get yeah. when it's like American actors doing it. Yeah. For some reason, man, they just can't seem to nail that's, it. That's again, I've said it before. That's why I watch. That's why I prefer native language. If I, it's, I'm if, specifically talking yeah. about video games. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. H- however. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima did an amazing Ghost of job. Tsushima, I Holy no, crap. actually, I I kept that in Japanese, and it annoyed me I, because the mouths were made in English. <laughs> well, now you can for play the it on PS5. Yes, and it's and it's correct. Yeah, it's fixed now. But uh, yeah, the the English the English version of it, the original version, mm-hmm. they did such a good job that there was there were a couple of actors I knew, and one of them they actually made the guy look like his actor. Well, to be fair, it was not a Japanese made game, right? It was a it was a Western made yeah. game. It was made in California, but yeah, but it's. I mean, I guess you know, that's still America. That's probably why that that actually fits in my theory of or my belief of the native, like because it was Americans, you know, Western people that made it. So of course the Western dub of it is going to be good because they made it mm-hmm. right. Yeah, you know the Japanese one. You know, it felt like it was a Japanese made game the way I played it because. It just fit. But the way the way that they did the English, too, was, I mean, they had everybody had they were either Japanese Mm -hmm. or they did well sounding. Yeah. Like they were cool. Because I think uh, the specific guy I was thinking of was uh, Ishikawa, Mm -hmm. the the guy who does the voice for Ishikawa. I I believe he's actually French, but he looks Asian. Oh, really? I I don't know what his actual background is. But yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a great game. Uh, So. Yeah, Street, Street Fighter Six was kind of big, and they and they did some weird, different stuff with it this time. Like you could kind of explore the world of it, which I mean, I I, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Stray is going to be on the new PS Plus. Yes, uh, that that was because uh, I'm going to be upgrading to that at some point, so I'll have it. That was that, that was another like one that they they showed some more gameplay from that one. Like yeah. oddly enough, I kind of want to check out that game. Yeah, it looks like it's fun. Uh, it, it just it, it seems it actually. Um, Reminds me, remember I was telling you about there was a an episode of, uh, what is it, Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah. Where the it, it's robots wandering around a post-apocalyptic world, but they're still cats. Yeah. And, there's, and the cats are smart. And now they have opposable thumbs. <laughs> so they can do shit. And it was, I think they actually make a joke about it. And one of the cats, he's like, yeah, when, when humans gave us opposable thumbs, that was pretty much the end of the human race. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I mean, they, anyway, would, they would eat us if they could. Uh, I, I thought it was uh, it was really cool that like Stray seems like that's the world 
before it gets completely post-apocalyptic where the robots are in control and there's, you know, still cats for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely looking forward to that one though. Yeah. It looks have, cool. have been for years. Oh, really? I, I, knew I, about I, it. I didn't know you were interested in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I knew about that one. I, a I long thought time I was ago. the weird one for being interested in it. Hell no. That game looks phenomenal. Uh, they also had, uh, they're going to do a, a remaster of Spider-Man. So like a PS5 version of it, which is a little bit different than the way Xbox has been doing stuff. And I think we've talked about this before. I thought, I thought it was just the announcement that Spider-Man was going to PC. Because uh, I have it on PS5 already. They specifically called it Spider-Man Remastered. Mm, I don't remember now. Anyway. Yep. Uh, it was a great game. Yeah. And there was also a like PSVR 2 version of Horizon where you were going to walk around in that world. Yeah. Speaking of. And No Man's Sky. Yeah. Right. Yep. Right. Uh, there was. I saw a mod recently for. Uh, what was it? It's not Elden Ring. It was the Dark Souls. It was the first one. Mm-hmm. Where you could do it in VR. Oh, really? Somebody, somebody made a, a mod where you could play Dark Souls in VR. Man, <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work because the whole concept of surviving that game is rolling. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I agree. So you definitely won't be tethered. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first time you have to go into combat, you just completely break your wrist. All I know is if, if we know anybody that's going to get that, the, before they, they play it, we're coming over and we're going to film it <laughs> and see what they break. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that that was most of the stuff I can remember from State of Play. Do, do you guys have anything else that y'all remember from it or that y'all want to talk about with it? Uh, not really. They pretty much covered everything yeah, was, that I'm interested in. I was just going to comment, No Man's Sky in VR is something to behold. Yeah, See, absolutely it, is. Yeah, that, that was just something that didn't... I wanted to like No Man's Sky and it was such a disappointment when it came out that I just well, it's, completely cut it off. It is so different Assume, from I know, when it came out. I know. Assume that now it is No Man's Sky 3. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is not a sequel. It is. Well, I know they're uh, not only are they doing a VR thing, but there was like a new huge update that they mm-hmm. were going to do as well. So, yeah, like uh, I applaud them. Uh, what's the name of the company? Hello. Hello Games. Hello, Hello Games. Games. Yeah. Uh, I applaud them for bringing it back from the brink. They they definitely did. Yeah, they, and they didn't just abandon it. And like I said, I played it on PC. Uh, I don't remember the name of the update, but it was it was a big graphics upgrade that they did. And right after that came out is when I, tr- I tried it out in VR on PC. And that is one of my top two experiences in VR so far. <laughs> I'm, um, I've am i been playing um, Digital Combat Simulator, mm-hmm. DCS World. It's a, it's a flight sim game. I was about to say, I don't even think I've heard of that. So, yeah, I mean, the kind of going back to what we're talking about, you got to be in the right mood to play the thing or whatever. The combination of ba- basically watching Top Gun Maverick and then finding out that some of the guys I race with play this game called DC. I never heard of it until about, you know, right before we went to see Top Gun last month. Um, they were telling me about it and they told me that in the planes in that game, not all of them, but like the two that I have that that I paid for were the F-18 and the F-14. Is this kind of like your uh, racing what, where you, you pay for everything? So the game itself is free. Okay. Um, but the modules, like I got them on sale. They had a Maverick bundle. But the, like the F-18 and the F-14 are normally 80 bucks a piece. Jeez. But they're full resolution planes, which means that every button and sw- almost every button, it's like 98% of everything in the cockpit functions as it's supposed to. So if you go through the cold start procedure of an F-14, it's 70 steps. It takes about 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes to do it. Holy shit. You can obviously get in a mission or training or whatever where you're just hot on the ramp ready to just go, take the parking brake off and go. 
But if you want the full realism. Yeah, I, I do. I like the immersion. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, like I said, I've gotten real, I've gotten real into the flight sim. Like I found that game. I started watching videos. Like I showed him earlier, like some guys remade a bunch of the flight scenes from the original Top Gun movie in this game. And it looks perfect. They got the Mighty Wings from Cheap Trick playing over the playing over in the background and everything, which is awesome. Um, I'll I'll show you some crap with it later, but if you notice, cool. I have a, I bought a head tracker. That's what that thing next to my camera right there is. Oh, okay. And that hat right there, that's the three little um, um oh, IR. Wow. That's the IR sense or the IR reflectors, reflectors on that. So because I I was playing it in VR, and even with cranking up the resolution, and as beastly as this fucking computer right here is. It after 20, 30 minutes, everything starts getting real janky and starts jumping around and it starts fucking up and it gives me a headache and I don't like it. And yeah. I, I'm planning to be doing multi hour missions in this game and I cannot have it doing that. Yeah. So and most of the YouTubers that I watch that play this, they use head tracker. They don't use VR. It's like he was saying, No Man's Sky and VR is great. That's what made me think about it. It is fucking awesome flying around in a, in a realistic plane in VR because like I, I took off and I had that feeling of, oh, God, I'm going too high. You know, I. I tip the plane over, look towards the ground. It's like I get that vertigo kind of like, oh, God, you know, that kind of sick feeling or whatever. But it's very, very easy. If your computer has the slightest, the slightest bit of jank, yeah. it completely just, yeah. you just, you need to get out. I have to, I don't know. I don't know if it's my headset. I, I need to look into it and figure out what it is because I actually, there's a tool in Oculus that I, ha- I have this menu up, this window. It's like a command window that's showing all kinds of shit going on. Yeah. That clears everything up a lot. Don't know why. It's just wow. I found it in a video, but apparently it's a Windows 11 thing. Maybe I'm not really sure, but I got the head tracker thing. So the head tracker is nice because what I can do is I can set it to where if I pitch my my head to where I'm looking at the corner. I only use the center monitor, by the way. I don't use the outside ones because everything is right here. This is all just sky. Peripheral. Yeah, it's all sky, which, you know, it's just more immersion. Yeah. So I, I have it where if I pitch my head about 35 degrees, I'm looking behind me. Because I still have to look at that monitor. Right. So looking up, looking down, I can set the rate of each direction I want to look and how much of a dead zone is in the middle of it. Um, and I'm still dialing it in. It's a little it's a little wonky with that. Sometimes when I turn my head the wrong way and one reflector covers the it other, freaks out. it goes a little yeah. a little crazy. But I got it pretty dialed in now. Um, but man, because it, it, when you're dogfighting, you want to look around. You, you know? have to. And then also looking down in the cockpit is like there's no easy way to do it because i got a flight stick and a throttle i'm my hands not on the mouse all the time and even then i have to push a button to make it mouse look not mouse cursor to select the different things because you gotta there's a lot yeah it's a lot i'll show you later (laughs) um i really like kind of like you're saying you're waiting for the next generation of vr to come out Mm -hmm. i might try to jump on that maybe depending on how it how it plays i'll let you get it first and i'll try that's fine (laughs) i I know exactly what you mean though by like if there's a little bit of jank it it messes you up yeah because I now, as much as I've always been resolution first, mm-hmm. I I can't play 30 FPS games anymore now. Mm-hmm. I, the ability you've, you've to have... you used to the smoothness and now ability, nothing else will do. Yeah, the ability to have performance mode in most games now has broken me. So, so I prefer 60 FPS over the resolution now and I just can't go back and I've tried. For me, it's, it's game dependent. And I know I've said it before, Cyberpunk, yeah. Yeah. I, I prefer 30 FPS with ray tracing. Just because it's so much prettier, and I'm just used to that game being 30 FPS because that's how it was on on last generation when it came out. So I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah, it, it has literally made me kind of sick just not being in VR, just sitting there watching a game and trying to 
you know, spin the camera around yeah. to see mm-hmm. real quick. And it's like, <clears throat> if it's, if I have to spin it too far, too fast, and it's still in 30, it, it just, it doesn't keep up. And it actually makes me feel kind of sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like that never used to happen. You're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all are. Anyway, um, Summer Game Fest. Yes. So that was the next one that happened. And that one had a lot of good stuff. Uh, they also showed some stuff for uh, for Street Fighter Six, But the big thing for me was they finally showed some actual in-game Callisto protocol. Yeah. Well, they showed that at... Um... No. Oh, they showed more at Summer Game they, Fest, right? They yeah. showed mm. they showed an extended trailer at, for State of Play, which uh, showed off a little bit more brutal combat. It was, uh, I, th- I think they called it like the Schofield cut or something. But uh, they showed a like two and a half minute or 240 something, uh, a gameplay trailer for it where it was actually in game. It wasn't it wasn't a trailer. It was just gameplay. So they showed in game stuff, him walking around and that was just. Did y'all hear it that one? It was everything I needed to be. Hear what? Did you hear that one? I heard it. <laughs> Not through the headphones. I oh, really? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. My stomach I know did, did that thing Yeah, again. yeah. I was like, what? The, the, the clicking of the mouse? <laughs> no, my stomach went... Um, I remember the other thing specifically that you said that was pretty funny. Now, with context, you were very excited for Last of Us 2. In that other episode. I, I was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. That sounds like a very big was. Oh, it was mm-hmm. a, it's a huge it's the biggest was. Talk about it, like it is literally the only game that I have ever watched gameplay of instead of playing that I wanted he saved, to play. He saved himself sixty five dollars though. Yeah. Literally the only game I've ever done that for. Because I've never understood yeah. why somebody would do that. I do it because dude, for me if I'm interested in the game, there's no reason for me to watch somebody else play. If it's something I'm super interested in then I'll want to play it. I could go, I could watch it after the fact. Like I like watching DB geek, for example, and, and Jack septic. I like watching them play games, especially if it's games that I've already played. Yeah. I watched Jack play through the quarry front, to, front to back basically. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's cool. It's like until dawn, you know, same developers. I'm surprised you didn't want to play it. Cause you enjoyed until dawn. I did, but it's one of those. I wasn't really in the mood for it. Like I, I for maybe it's just, I'm just entertained by him. I right, like watching you, him. You didn't play. want to play through a B movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. a b horror movie for that yeah the um some of the animation in that game was really good like there's a part where one one of the guys is like locked up in a cage underground somewhere and there's this red light and some of it looks like legitimately real like it looks like it's a actually filmed it's funny how many times that has happened in the gaming it's just like wow that looks real and that was like 20 years ago and now you look at it and you're like wow that looks terrible yeah (laughs) yeah but the uh no, I don't. I don't know. There's a, a lot of times if it's a game that I'm not like it's something I'm I'm interested in, but like like Resident Evil Eight for example, that was I was interested in it, but not enough to like. I'm like if I never play it, that's okay. But I'd like to. Wa- I'd like to watch it. That one. That's one that I'll watch without having played it before. I understand that I am very weird. Well, no, you're not. <laughs> so it's, no, I am. But, I understand this. I do things very differently from other people. Yeah. Uh, like. Uh, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima. When, yeah. when I play that game, I do not fast travel. Ever. I Whoa. do not fast travel. I want the immersion of it. Wow. I want to go from place to place. When there's dead bodies somewhere and I just took care of something, I bow to them. Oh, wow. And like honor the dead. I want the immersion and I love the immersion of that game. And yeah. the, the fact that it gives me the ability to and doesn't require me yeah. to do it. 
I, that's really cool. I, I did constantly clean my sword after killing enemies Absolutely. by swiping on the, on the path. To, yeah. man. I remember telling you about that and you didn't know about yeah, it at first. And you first. were like, oh my God, okay, that just made this game for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still need a little more separation from that game before I play it again, but I do want to play it again uh, at some point. Because uh, uh, I haven't played it since yeah, it came, the, I, the updated version. Uh, I hadn't played it in a while and I'm now like about a third of the way through the game. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I finally was like, okay, I'm going to play something because I, I really want to play Callisto, mm -hmm. but I needed to find something else. I watched uh, The Last Samurai. Yeah. And it put me in the mood. There you go. Mm, yep. That was exactly what I needed. That's basically the same kind of thing. Watching Top Gun led me to getting right. into fight some shit. Right. And now I'm like hardcore fucking into it. Uh, another thing from there that was less from, from a Summer Game Fest mm -hmm. was less of a big deal to me at first simply because I really want another isolation was Aliens Dark Descent. So I am interested in that, and I want I want to see how it plays. It it's kind of like a not RTS mm -hmm. the way it looks to me, where it's like you basically control a small squad instead of building bases and stuff. Right. But they haven't really shown. I mean, they barely showed gameplay of that. Yeah. So I, I am interested in that, but I, I'll see where it goes. I think Focus is doing that, and they they do a lot of narrative stuff. They usually don't do like. Um, they usually don't do uh, big games, but they have done, uh, I think they did like 4X games like, uh, oh wait, no, that's not, I think it's Paradox that does Stellaris. I was going to say Focus did Stellaris. But anyway, uh, they haven't done many games that I've been interested in, so I don't know what that game's going to feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. Mm -hmm. uh, there was another one that looked really cool that... Uh, uh, I, I know uh, Brandon reacted to it immediately. It was a routine. Mm -hmm. That that one looked weird. It was like a it, it was a first person, and there were like robots all over the place. Yeah, it, it had a very distinct feel to it, but I didn't I didn't really I didn't really understand what it's the story another, was. It's another sci fi horror game. It just yeah. the the look and feel of it just grabbed me. It, it immediately felt like an irrational game. Yeah, just immediately. I remember thinking that. I think I remember seeing that trailer now. Yeah, was that the, that was like they they were they, they they had like they talked to the guy after they showed it right a little bit. I actually don't remember. I don't remember. honestly. <laughs> so you're asking a lot for me to remember yeah. something yeah. a month ago. Yeah. I know. I mean, uh, we watched or I watched so many of these that I it was hard <laughs> for me to parse what happened where. Right. I had to go back and I was like, okay, I'm looking through you know different outlets talking about here's all the games that were shown and what was shown so I could have a list. I'll tell you what surprised me was flashback two. Yeah, yeah. I, I, come, I have from, that on here. From out of nowhere, yeah. 30 fucking years later, <laughs> yes. a sequel oh, to right, Flashback. Right, I do like, remember them making a deal what? about that. Because that was one that I, I played quite a bit of in the Super Nintendo days. So, such a distinct... How long ago it was. The, the graphics are so distinct. Yeah, I, it's a very specific style to it. I remember for, for Summer Game Fest, the, for the live stream, I was working and uh and mainly driving so i kind of was just listening to it yeah and they brought that up and i was like i don't even remember what this what <laughs> the original one was i don't think i ever i never saw it or played it or anything like that i know i didn't play all the way through that game but i remember being interested in it and trying but i was i was young at the time oh yeah man so long ago yeah um there was another um i mean not, not exactly surprise but uh some of the guys from uh, Blizzard that broke off made their own studio. Uh, I think it's Frost Giant. Is oh, talking about Stormgate. Stormgate. Yep. Yeah. yeah, the game so is called I, Stormgate. I, I'm curious to see what that ends up being because it's it's going to be another. It's going to be an RTS. Yep. 
uh and it's got more of a i guess more of a fantasy feel to it than um star starcraft did you know but it's still got some sci-fi in there too because the main character had you know like some her suit kind of looked sci-fi she had a little drone yeah if i'm not mistaken the drone literally made a protoss sound when she used it oh really like (laughs) it was an actual special effect of a protoss drone that it made that's funny yeah i I thought that was actually I, i was like wow i can't believe they did that uh I'm surprised that they were allowed to do that. You know, probably a generic enough sound that they could get away with. It. Maybe so. Like it was well, pitch if, shifted. If they recreated it themselves, then you know, maybe maybe so. I don't know. That counts. But yeah, um, they didn't really show. I think, if I'm not mistaken, all they showed was a couple of stills of actual gameplay. So, you know, there was really wasn't much there. Curious to see what they do, simply because they're StarCraft vets. Uh, there was also a game that had gone completely dark for like years and years and that was a uh, witch fire mm. and, and that one that one actually looks really cool too uh I, it, it's kind of hard to nail down like what what it was similar to it's kind of dark soulsy you know uh, that, that's really the only feel i got from it but uh that one had been dark for a really long time so i was kind of surprised to see that at all uh there was what was it I think they showed, did they actually show some stuff for uh, Modern Warfare 2? Yes. The, the remake? They showed a mission, I believe. Yeah. Or part of a mission. Anyway. I, re- I remember that mission from the from the original too. I, I didn't watch it, so I need oh, to go back and watch it. That's it what was, it, was. It, it was. it was. It was the first mission, wasn't it? I don't think it was the first mission. It was the mission where they infiltrate a oil rig. That was the opening mission oh. of Modern Warfare 1. No. That was the, on no, Modern no, he's Warfare right. 1. They drop in on a, a boat out in the middle of a yes. storm. Yes, you're you're conflating. Oh, you're, right. you're right. You're, you're right. You're right. Okay, I remember yes. now. Yeah. I, yeah, it took me a second to remember as well. Actual yes. fixed oil rig. Yes. yes, I do remember that now. Yes, yeah. Because I think that was the mission where they taught you how to breach or something. Yes, right. They made a big deal of the breaching because yes. you'd breach it and it'd be a slow mo. You'd pick off the guys in the yes. room and move on. Yes. Yeah, because that's how that works. Totally. <laughs> yeah, things blow up and then time nearly stands still. Uh, they randomly threw us Goat Simulator three. Oh, dude, that was <laughs> I was cracking up at that so much, not because they completely skipped two, but because they made it uh, like the Dead Island two trailer. Mm-hmm. But it was Goat Simulator. Did they really skip? There's no Goat Simulator two. There's no Goat Simulator two. They just went to three. They, they have Goat I, Simulator. They have four DLCs for it. And now there's Goat Simulator. <laughs> I, three. I've watched like one Let's Play of Goat Simulator. And beyond that, it just doesn't exist in my mind. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> so. not mentioning it because I'm going to play it or ever played the original simply because was that funny. was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty it's funny. Uh, the big thing at the end was because it got leaked. Last of Us remake. Yeah. Our. They're specifically calling it part one. Yeah. I guess simply because Last of Us well, 2 is called it, part two. Yeah, it'll fit in more in line <clears> with, <throat> with part two. And it's probably going to, I mean, it's funny too, because I, I saw a few tweets after where people were comparing still frames from the new trailer ver, orig, versus the original game. And it's like, which one's the remake? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I can gen, I can generally tell. There was one when it was like, oh. You can really tell with the character models. Yeah. Character models yeah. are a lot different. And, and that me heaping a little bit of praise on it even though i have shit on part two in the past yeah i love the first one yeah the first one's story was so well yeah uh, so, so well done right you're gonna watch the uh tv show remains to be seen <laughs> probably not it's on hbo and yeah. i know what their politics are so i'm pretty sure which way that's gonna go uh. 
so don't, another, don't want to be preached to. So another random game that they showed that it, I knew about and I'm happy to have now played was uh, Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> oh, I need to get that. It is it's, so It's on good. Game Pass, right? Yes. Yeah, I need to get it. Six, is it on Game Pass? Oh, game Pass, six-player multiplayer. Yeah. That's dope, and it actually runs really well. I played it. I played two players. So it isn't. Does it feel like the arcade game? It is in every way the arcade game plus. Nice. The this is a new game though, right? This is a new. It's game. It's not a re-release of old games. Com- completely new from scratch, done in the style of um, an enhanced Turtles in Time. I, oh, and that was the best one. I mm-hmm. spent an entire birthday at Aladdin's Castle in Southland Mall. Hell yeah! Playing, playing the original. The, yes, the Hell arcade yeah, game. Man. I, I, one of the things if I if if time travel ever became a thing, one of the things I would do is go back to Southland Mall back in the early '90s when Aladdin's Castle and the Swamp was there. Oh man, the mm-hmm. Swamp! Because I I I I have glimpses of it in my memory. Yes, and uh, and also to go back to Pocket Change's uh, glory days too. Back yeah, back it, when I was working, it, it, next it was it was a cool place at one point. What did I see on here that I wanted to mention? Uh. Oh yeah, Kojima is going to be working on an Xbox game now. So that okay, be, so yeah, we're, that'll that'll be we, cool. We can go to uh, yeah. the Xbox showcase. Yeah. Oh, reminded me of another thing I wanted to mention from the thing we talked about. <laughs> I was talking about Metal Gear, the Metal Gear franchise in general, and yeah, how mm-hmm. two had a really convoluted, ridiculous story. Yeah, you're telling me. I said that. I said that it's probably got the most convoluted story in gaming, and you said until Death Stranding, <laughs> which <laughs> I have seen all of Death Stranding now, and it takes the cake. Cause that shit don't make any fucking sense. It is wild, it is but it's cool. Out there. It, it was sure cool. Is pretty. It was uh, yeah. gorgeous. That it was game neat. Looks awesome. But yeah, if you if you just drop somebody into the middle of that game, they would not dude, know what the fuck was going dude, on. Dude, I I I played it and I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> like I this, I had to go back and watch. I had to watch like explanations of of how things happen just to understand and, what and, and what you just happening. said is the reason why I like when games have in-game lore that yeah. you can read. So yeah. it's like, if somebody doesn't want to interact with that, they don't have to. Right. But someone who does want to understand what the hell is going on yeah. can't. Yeah. Doom. Yes. Doom 2016. Doom, yes, Doom 2016 is a really good example because yeah. I really liked that they expounded on the world so that I can understand what was going on. Yeah. And then other people who just wanted to blow shit up and listen to the rock, I mean, metal. metal. Yeah. And they could do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, let's see. Is there anything else from <clears throat> this thing says I'm, I love call of duty and I'm worried about modern warfare too. <laughs> not sure what their problem is. I don't know if y'all keep going, I'll read over. Well, it a bit, I, but, I mean, yeah. it's, it's Activision. <laughs> so maybe that's what they mean. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Maybe they simply mean it's Activision. Well, based on, based on modern warfare, I have I have high hopes for the campaign. I mean, like I said, I just want the campaign. I don't I don't give a fuck about the multiplayer anymore. I mean that that's kind of been the saving grace for a lot of developers lately with remakes is they don't seem to understand what anybody wants anymore. And they're like, okay, this was a game that everybody loved. Let's just remake that and then we'll make a bunch of money. And that's what they've been doing. Yeah. And I True. do like a lot of the remakes that have been happening, but there is such a a loss in the industry when it comes to original content. Well, it doesn't seem like anybody is capable. Well, I mean, I mean, Hollywood's the same way. You got You, you got to imagine that at some point we're going to get to where every story, not gen- generalizing here, mm-hmm. everything's been told already. Well, it, you know, it, yes, everything is derivative. Yeah. 
everything because we're all standing on the shoulders of giants. Right. I mean, obviously, yeah. every everything has been thought of pretty much. So, but you can still make things original, original characters, uh, you know, an original world, and yeah, it's going to be derivative in some way, shape, or form. Did you think? I don't know if I don't remember if you and I have discussed this yet. Have you? Do you realize that the plot of Top Gun Maverick is basically the original Star Wars? I, I think I think we did discuss this. Yeah, because it's a high risk you know low altitude yes through a through yes. a canyon slash yes. trench to drop an, a, a target i hit a target that's only a few meters wide at the end of this at a very when, difficult thing when it's exactly they, like the trench front from fucking star wars when they reveal the plan at the beginning i don't think i said anything yeah. oh no actually no i did i did say something i think i leaned over to you and i was like death star yeah and you were like yep yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what i said yeah it's uh so you know but hey it's fine i don't care but, but no i don't but, care i loved it it was great Perfect example. Perfect example of original characters, original world, and people loving it. Elden Ring. Yes. Uh, totally original. Yep. yep. It's using gameplay from Dark Souls, but that's because it's friggin' from Soft, and that's right. what they do. Yep. But it was original characters and an original world. Yeah. And it sold like crazy. Oh, absolutely. As as difficult as that game is, it's like FYI. Uh, apparently, their next game is going to be another Armored Core. And they're and they haven't announced it yet, but their website literally doesn't say from software. When you look it up on Google, it says Armored Core. Really? Yes. Mm. This is a thing right now. That's cool. I just saw this this morning. Uh, I mean, at uh, Bellular News. They, they were they were I, reporting on that. I I played PS One Armored Core back in the day. Uh, I did as well. A little bit. There we go. I did as well. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I played Armored Core. I, I don't know if it was. I think it was two. Actually, I don't remember which one it was. It was a buddy of mine had it. It was and a long time ago. When I would hang out with him, we would play it occasionally because it was rope mechs, you know, robots. I think, I think it was two on PS2, though. I don't think it was PS1. Yeah. But, um, you know, they apparently they've also said like their next game is almost done. Yeah. As yeah, well. Yeah, that, and, and I don't even think that's Armor Core they're talking about. I think that's something else they're talking about. Plus, they got Elden Ring DLC coming out. Supposedly. Plus, they have some VR game. They've been like blowing up with yeah, like hiring yeah. new people and all that, which is like, hey, man, I mean, they apparently, did really well. And th- if this means they're going to put out more high quality games i'm all for it yeah uh, apparently they're much like many um like the anime industry and the gaming industry in japan they seem to really really not pay their people very well no apparently the like starting pay is something like two i think it's like two two hundred sixty-five thousand yen which is like nothing how how A often month. oh god that's that's nothing yeah wait that's how much two hundred sixty-five thousand. Two hundred sixty-five thousand. That would be. It's like twenty-five hundred dollars. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, a month. That's terrible. Like they literally said, yeah. janitors make more money than them. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. Anyway, a little bit of a tangent. Yep. <laughs> uh, so the Xbox showcase. We were just talking about uh, Kojima talking about um, making a new game for them. Uh, <coughs> they had. I think they started off with Redfield. Uh, Redfall. Xbox, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. That's what I'm they, they, here. they started off with Redfall. That, uh, what, what was that again? I don't even remember. Red, that's, that's the, uh, that's the vampire game. Left for Dead vampires. Yes, right? yes, 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 yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, that it is straight up Left for Dead vampires. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Kind of reserving judgment but, on that one. Like, yeah. like, uh, might honestly, be fun, but I don't see it sticking. If if it is fun and you guys were to play it, I would probably get into it because it does kind of look cool. It'll be on Game Pass. Yep. We can try it. And yep. If we like it, cool. Well, if we it, don't, it, no loss. That, that'll be the thing. I, I probably won't get it on my own, but if you guys are playing, I might be like, yeah, I'll jump in. Yeah. 
Especially now that I got some headphones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not using that that shitty uh, uh, so what there was, was Hyperkin. Oh. There was really only Rip. literally yeah. only one game that I was like, okay, where where do I sign up? And it's as stupid as it sounds, it was the Hot Wheels DLC Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you gushing over that when that like, happened. Ee- yes. Told, yeah. told. I was like, okay, I'll throw money at the screen for that one. <laughs> yep, yep. No, there's a lot of other stuff that looked good, but that was that was the that was my my knee jerk reaction is okay. Where do I sign up? Let's go. There, there was a little game that they announced there too that I think me and you both liked, uh, Brennan. Uh, it was uh, the last case of Benedict Fox. Yes, that one that, actually looks like it'll be it, pretty cool. It it is a uh, like Lovecraftian thing, and it it almost literally looks like he's uh, sort of. I don't know. Maybe he's got one of the ancients. One of the ancient ones is tied to his soul or something because mm-hmm. it's literally speaking to him as he's walking around. And I saw a little bit of uh, the, the extra gameplay that they showed off. Uh, I can't remember if it was during the Xbox showcase or if it was like in the extended one. It was in the extended. Yeah. So they showed a little bit more gameplay and it made more sense because they say that whoever that is that's tied to Benedict Fox uh, he's been like that for a while and that's why he's such a good detective because he can use these abilities that it gives him mm. and then he's going around this mansion trying to figure out what happened to what was it, was it his his father mm-hmm. I think I think it was his father yeah and when he finds a dead body he can literally like go into their mind and it's this crazy crazy Lovecraftian thing that goes on once he gets in there with you know enemies and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah it was something out of left field that interested me my um <clears throat> like I mean I wrote everything down but the ones that are jumping out at me was the uh I actually wrote and then scratched out because I wrote Forza Motorsport 8 mm-hmm. but they didn't call it 8 they just they called just it just called it Forza, Forza Motorsport yeah. so that scratched mm-hmm. that out I thought that was weird that was I mean it's, they're probably trying to do a you know sort of a Soft reboot, reboot? Yeah, yeah sort of yeah um for the uh flight simulator 40th anniversary I wrote down they have the GB from Rocketeer, which is the yellow and black plane that he flew, and and the Pelican from Halo, yes. which I have, and I've fl- I don't know how to fly it. And they showed the Pelican in orbit, yeah, or I, at least like on the on the cusp I, of orbit. I say near, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I, I haven't figured out how to fly it. I think it might have helicopter controls, in which case I don't. It think it I actually switches. It yeah. can go between I, VTOL I don't, and... I don't remember which button it is, but a friend of mine said, yeah, press this button and it'll make sense. And it'll fly like a plane? Okay. Yeah. I'll, That's I'll, cool. I'll, I'll look, look into, into it later. That. <laughs> um, the, uh, I have... Oh, Scorn. That looked cool. Yeah. That's... Yeah. That I think I said that, that's the most the, HR Geiger has ever HR Geiger. Yes, yes. That, that was I funny. I remember you saying that. That was funny. I actually <laughs> thought it was Brandon that said that at first, and I thought it was... And I saw yeah. it was you. Yeah. No. Yeah, that that... I don't even remember what that other game was that came out a few years ago that was kind of along the same lines. Agony. Agony. It was that is an and accurate it, description of the game. Yes. That yeah, from what that I understand. Was a waste. Uh, I didn't play it, but from what I understand, Agony is a good description of it. Yeah. Be <laughs> be careful of what you name your games. Yeah. Right. Um some of the some of the story driven games that they showed interested me a lot. Things like As Dusk Falls and uh Somerville. Somerville really I don't think they showed it off much I, say, I don't even think I, I wrote that down. I don't think they showed Somerville uh, Somerville this year because I was waiting for it because yeah. that game interests me what, I, uh, is that from the uh, inside guys no I don't I don't remember what that one was I remember they I remember they had a game that was like from inside and limbo and I'm like okay I'm already interested no matter what it is what's it called uh Somerville uh S-O-M-E-R 
Yeah, I, I was about to say it's not spelled the way you think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't remember what game that was. I don't remember either. But was was that maybe Cocoon? Maybe because that was the, I remember. It yes. Was, yeah. Yes, you're you're right. Yeah, because that the, that the, was the whole like traveling through multiple dimensions thing that it was doing. Yeah, the, it, that would that was a weird looking little game developed by Jump Ship. I don't know if y'all said that or not. No. Okay, so that's not from the Inside guys. Okay. No, no but that's it's but the thing on Wikipedia literally says similar to Limbo and Inside. Yeah, it it, it does have a similar look and feel. It really to it. does. Oh, um, the guy. Okay, co-founder of Play Dead. There you go. Okay, so that's the Inside of, guys. So sort yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. I okay. keep calling them the Inside it's, guys. It's, I mean, I think everybody knows them for Limbo, but whatever. Yeah. So uh, Inside it, was damn. So good it's too. like your yeah. task fails successfully. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> Error, no error. <laughs> um, four, yeah. four found? I'd be 200 found. Oh. Well, actually, take it back. I think it's three. Uh, some nerd out here is going to nitpick me. I think it's 302 found, and uh, it would be 200 okay. I, I am perfectly fine with getting that wrong because of your knowledge in that field. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, Cocoon looked interesting from Play Dead. Yeah. Um, the, that, the weird, it's, it's almost like a, uh, it's almost like, what was the, what was that one that you liked a lot? That was a kind of a dungeon crawler and your character was like three below. pixels tall below, yeah. below. And it man, reminded me of like an enhanced below with multiverse capability. I tried to play below again and I was totally into it and I fucking died. Oh, was it permadeath? It is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. And I was <laughs> pretty damn far. I was past the uh the undead city like there's different I, levels i never and actually, it gets I never crazier and crazier as you go and there starts being this like cthulhu thing coming after you in the dark and if you don't have a torch or your lantern you're fucked <laughs> yeah i mean you are fucked yeah so anyway uh another big one that they showed and it, it's it sucks that none of these, none of these are actually first party stuff. Yeah. But uh, Diablo 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They showed some really cool stuff from Diablo 4 and I didn't even realize it was Diablo when they started. D- did, um, yeah. Did y'all see? It was a necromancer. Did y'all see all the nonsense going around with the Diablo Immortal? Yep. Mm-hmm. With the, uh, I, so they had one guy who spent like 27 grand or some shit to I get was, something and then he deleted everything. I, I was going to mention this. The entire and now, like the whole community is like boycotting the, whole the game. Community is saying "fuck Diablo Immortal and Blizzard for doing this," yeah. because it is literally just a cash grab. Okay. And what's sad is, from what I understand, the game is actually decent if yeah. it didn't have all I, of that shit in it. I watched, I have watched someone play it quite a bit, and the the raw gameplay is very Diablo. Right. It looks and feels like a Diablo game. Like it, it's nothing innovative, but it was it was a it's, decent Diablo game. Yeah, the um. But what I have noticed is they're using in the PC version specifically. They're using the the beta tag as an excuse to leave the game broken. I mean, that, horrendously that's the broken. That that's the industry as a but, whole. But you underestimate what I mean by broken. <laughs> I mean, there is there is literally a bug in one of your primary attacks that will get stuck not animating this attack and you cannot attack until it's done. So you're completely running about 10, 15 seconds where you can't do fuck all except run around. Hmm. Jesus Christ. There's another bug. This one, this is one of these, how the hell did you break this kind of bugs? 
you cannot leave HDR turned on and play the game on PC. You have to manually turn off HDR, which tells me they may they flagged the game as HDR aware without actually supporting it, which means they went out of their way to fuck this game up. <laughs> Jesus. I cannot stand that kind of shit. Speaking to the uh, it getting stuck in an animation, you literally can't attack until it fixes. Uh-huh. I was pissed off enough at a slight bit. Uh, this is my very small rant here. Slight <laughs> bit of a uh, stick drift in my right analog on my PS5 controller that wasn't even a year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was pissed off of that enough that I went and buy two and a charging station so I can rotate them out because there's nothing else that, you know, they, they don't have any kind of elite. <clears throat> right, right. You know, yeah. so I just bought two regular ones so I can rotate them out in hopes of staving off stick drift for a while. Yeah. I've found it to be completely random in the Xbox One controllers. See, I've had I've had one that lasted months and I have another one that has lasted years. Uh, I I had a an Xbox controller in the past one time that had a little bit of stick drift and it was the controller I kept for the literal longest that I had ever kept a controller. Mm-hmm. That controller was like 3 years old. Mm-hmm. Every other time I have upgraded on my own because like there was a cool looking controller or it's been because I had an elite and my right bumper broke on one of them. Right bumper. You have constant (laughs) right bumper problems. What do you play? No. No, that's just the thing with the elite controllers. I was about to say. Yeah, but why is always the right one with you? It's the thing with the elite controller. It's it's not just me. It's everybody who has them. The right bumper seems to break more than the left. I don't know what it is. If it's just that most games use the right bumper more than the left, so you use it more and it's just not very resilient. I don't know. But for, for, for my part of it, that one was partially on me, but also partially on the uh, construction of the controller. I literally might, it might have fallen one foot onto carpet. <laughs> it might have been one foot because I was like holding it like this. Right. That's, of course, nobody on here that's just listening can hear that. <laughs> but I'm basically like holding it down. Below your knee. Below, yeah, below my knee. It may have fallen one foot. That's yeah. it. Onto carpet. But landed on that button. Landed on, apparently, because it worked before it fell and then didn't after. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that broke it. So aside from control issues, um, (laughs) I was happy to see that they seem to have finished Grounded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, It's it's out of uh, early access. It is coming out of early access in September. Okay. With with a complete campaign now. Yeah. Uh, That's actually... That game, I found, strikes a good balance between the complexity of a survival game. It's you can do the crafting. You have to do survival stuff, but it's not overbearing like Ark or something like that. Yeah, that was that was one that I've played off and on throughout Ark? early access. Uh, grounded, uh, grounded, and it's actually it actually can be fun. And the spiders are definitely terrifying whenever they <laughs> uh, when they catch you off guard. Don't they literally have an option to turn off spiders? <laughs> they actually game? have an arachnophobia slider. Yes. Which arguably does not help. Oh, really? <laughs> because if you if you turn it all the way down, the spiders basically become a a shapeless orb with eyeballs on it. Oh, that's terrifying! It's really fucking right. weird. Hell yeah! But it it just reduces their detail level, so they look less like spiders. Mm. A- amorphous blob character. Yeah, yeah more or less. <laughs> I'd rather just leave it. But I'm also not afraid of spiders. Maybe it helps someone who's legitimately. Afraid. I mean, that, that that's kind of part of the horror of the uh, Callisto Protocol is the whole body horror. They look kind of human but they're yeah. kind of amorphous mm-hmm. too yeah it's yeah. weird yeah good stuff 
Yeah. Going back to stick drift, I don't think I've ever had a controller get get stick drift that I can think of. Nothing comes out, not, nothing jumped to memory. This is the worst that yeah. I've ever had for, for that PS5 controller. Yeah. That's the worst I've ever had, the fastest I've ever had it. Yeah. And on top of that, it was part of the good batch. The original run that they did apparently was even worse than this. How how quickly after launch did you get your PS5? It was a year later. Yeah, mine too. At least a year later. Yeah. So I had mine. That's right. You got yours right before I got mine. Yeah. Yeah. Because I told you how to get it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was like, I think it was barely a month. For for anybody, for anybody that's listening, if you have a PS5 controller, if you flip it over and look on the back, the serial number, if it ends in one A, that's the good batch. If it doesn't, if it doesn't have the A after it, then that's the original run batch and, and it's good probably luck. going to fail on remind me after we're done to go look at mine <clears throat> yeah because i didn't know that oh it would really suck if you haven't had stick drift until now and you find out that it's the bad batch and you suddenly get stick drift. well granted i haven't <laughs> been playing i haven't been playing it lately either so it's, uh, it's self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. but uh yeah I, I haven't had a problem with that in the past mine has been with the damn elite controllers yeah and i don't well, I could I could buy them. I bought I bought one. It still I, works. And I, I can't go back. I can't go back. I had like three hundred and fifty bucks sitting at GameStop. So oh, I, that's right. Yeah, I, I trade much shit. In. I I traded in my uh, second Series Two that I had and my PS Five controller. Bought two PS Five whites, a charging station, and another Series Two. Paid nothing. Still have like fifty bucks. A Elite Series Two, you mean? Yes. Okay. I was like, like series two. What the fuck are you talking about? But okay, it's just easier to <laughs> yep, say. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, I just did that Friday. <laughs> nice, because I couldn't stand. I like I was handicapped on I, both my consoles. I, I need to go trade in my my one X. Which you still haven't traded in your one X? No, dude. I got it's not. Like, it's not worth as much now. But it, it was a Scorpio edition. I didn't want to get rid of it. I got like two hundred fifty bucks for mine when I traded. Yeah, it's I, worth. It's worth like maybe one forty right now, dude. That sucks because that's that's what I did. I traded in mine at two fifty. Threw, threw in an extra controller. I, I, I think and. Like, Bought a Series S with it. You, yeah. you you told me that you were like, hey, if anybody wants to trade in their One X right now, they're giving good money for it, and mm-hmm. that's when I went and traded mine in. But uh, yeah, I uh, I also had a Scorpio edition, but it was like, I'm never going to use it again. Why would I just keep it? I know it's because because it was a fucking cool looking console. I, but yeah, I, no, it's I agree. it's not practical. I agree, but I got 250 bucks for it, and some kid's gonna get that and be like, this is awesome. Yeah, and then like I said, for my for my use purposes. Uh, having the Series S made more sense. Oh, right. For I, what forgot, I, use it I for. forgot you had a Series S instead of an X. No, I have both. Oh, yeah. God yeah. Damn. Call me the big baller. No, I have fucking Mr. Seri- Moneybags over here. My Series X is my main gameplay. Uh, I keep my Series S on my computer desk for video capture. Oh, okay. Because I only capture in 1080p anyway, 1080p 60, non HDR. So the Series S is beautiful for that just yeah really good option <laughs> yeah so you still get your 60 frames you get the faster loading times all that uh you get the full series experience out of it right right where applicable i'm not even seeing the x on here it's in there somewhere what? you might have to actually search it yeah, you looking, like you looking for the one x yeah wow oh like for trade-in value yeah, trade-in value yeah. oh dude speaking of that uh, to trade-in value uh the last time i traded in up to 121 yeah, half. Well, that's for a standard too. You half. might get a little bit more. So, so here's the thing about that. I don't actually think. not. I don't think that's a matter of uh, price falling off. Just price <laughs> falling off. I think it's a matter of the current economy. Yeah. That's why everything sucks right now because mm-hmm. I traded in my series two, my 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 first one that I traded in. Yeah. I got eighty three bucks for it. Guess how much I got for it this time? Mm, Forty. Twenty five. Yeah. Guess how much I got for the PS five controller? 
Oh fuck! I'd only get ninety six dollars cash. Just keep it. Yeah. At, as, at this at, point, yeah. Well, keep, I mean, I'd say even if you don't play fuck. it, just set it up on a shelf. Say, hey, look, it's pretty. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess you could, but still, that's a hundred bucks. It Dude, is. I bought, and look, I'm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Upgrades. Yeah. Dude, I, I bought I bought the uh, the Xbox anniversary controller and I've I've never opened it. Yeah. It's actually sitting up next to all my Destiny shit. <laughs> I've never used my uh, Series X controller. Yeah. It, the only thing I don't like about the newest controllers is how clicky the D-pad is. It's loud as fuck. In, in my opinion, they actually okay. made them look a little bit more cartoony than the X1 controllers. They I did. I actually think the X1 controllers look better. Yeah. I Especially the, the Gen 1 controller. Yes. With the shiny bit on across the top. Yes. I, I do agree that they look better. But they, uh, they feel, honestly, they I, feel the same, I mean, it, except it, for the clicky D-pad. The, yeah. the Xbox controllers are <clears throat> pretty much the standard controller for the industry, in my opinion. Man, mm-hmm. I tell you what, though, the fucking PS5 controller is something something special this time Functionally, around. the mm-hmm. PS5 controller is awesome. Yeah. The battery life is no, terrible, life is awful. and the stick drift, well, now now I know, yeah. I'd been hearing about it, but I hadn't had, had it happen to me. Having it happen on a controller that wasn't a year old, yeah. that's unacceptable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the, prob- the problem is all of those modules are made by one company. And, uh, and Microsoft and Sony and especially Nintendo need to rake that company over the coals. They they all need to talk to that, that company that I mentioned on the last stream. I think I mentioned it on the last stream. The one that's doing frictionless mm-hmm. uh, yeah. analog. They all need to talk to them. If I'm a... Dude, dude, original original PC, like I'm talking 80s joysticks, used optical tracking. This wasn't optical. It was something else. I'm saying they can do it. They just but, don't but want yeah, to. But yeah, I, I assume it it's just a matter, yeah. Mostly. Of being cheap on it. It's like it's a place that they can cut costs. But that that's kind of the thing is it's also not, not only is it cutting costs, it's making them more money because it means... Um, what's what's the term um uh obsolescence Cons- cons- you're thinking planned obsolescence yes. but considering what happened in the 360 era with the red ring of death handling i don't think they're actually doing that well i'm i'm not saying it's literally on like you know uh super villain <laughs> you know we're, we're gonna make more money off of this i'm not necessarily saying that just that they're it costs them less to make them and they end up making more money because more people have to buy controllers yeah, it, you know, it can literally just be something that's happening. But anyway, uh, back to the Xbox showcase. Uh, we saw the first game I've seen from Team Ninja in forever. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it has a, I mean, Wulong Fallen Dynasty. Yeah, or Wulong. Mm-hmm. I think it's an O. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks yeah. Wulong. It it looks kind of. I, I don't know. It almost looks last gen to me. It it, it kind of looked lower quality. I, I, don't I know. got I got got the same impression. I'm chalking that up to just a lack of polish because they're still over Ma- around a year out from release. Maybe so, maybe so. And I mean, God, dude, I, <clears throat> I loved uh, the Ninja Gaiden reboot. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was amazing. So that 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 gives the even though that was so long ago, I'm interested in what See, they're doing because of that. They've they've proven they can pull it off. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think they'll do well with that. Um, it's not a new game. I'm actually since it's going to be on Game Pass, I'm actually looking forward to trying out Valheim. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've I forgot a, about that. I have some friends who play that on PC already, and they have a blast with it. It, it looks interesting. Is that the VR one? 
No, that's this is a uh, this is another survival crafting building type game. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, but it I'm, actually has like in-world bosses and stuff you can go and fight. I'm conflating that with another game, and I can't remember the name of it, where it's like all medieval and uh, it's in VR. <sighs> yeah, I can't think of which one you're talking it, about. I know what you mean, it, though. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not on this list, so you're not talking about blade and sorcery, huh? No, <clears throat> not now. Uh, it, it was on highlight reel like a lot for a long time there because people were doing crazy shit with it. Mm-hmm. Like they, they were modding in uh, uh, lightsabers and oh, modding yeah. in flying and all kinds of weird shit. Oh, I, I saw a mod where somebody uh, it was the the God of War remake, but it was Homer and Bart. I, I saw that, that'd be cool. God of War <laughs> remake with uh, Ellie and Joel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's that, cool. That actually looked I'm sorry. really cool. D- uh, Dad of boy. Yeah. Dad of boy. <laughs> Dude, that was one of the coolest fucking things that I've ever seen at the uh, what what was it the uh, the Game Awards when they had they had the, oh, they the had voice the actors, actors yeah. for um for Kratos. Uh, Kratos and the kid I can't remember uh, Atreus. Yeah, they had the two You're voice the one who played actors. It. I yeah. Play it. <laughs> well, it's been a while. Uh, they had them doing it and. Uh, the kid is supposed to read, you know, the winner, and he kind of, you know, waits a little bit, and he's boy, yeah. <laughs> that was so great. Was funny. Every, everybody loved it. It's like when uh, mm. <laughs> wa- watching a lot of the Star Wars celebration stuff that they did uh, back at the end of May, because they like they got um, they did a lot of inter- like on stage interviews and stuff, and they had Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen come out, and Hayden like ended the thing with saying like this is where the fun begins, and everybody went fucking crazy over it. <laughs> So whenever they, um, you know, whenever they they say their famous quotes, say the thing, say, yeah, the, say thing. the thing. It's it's always that's always nice. <laughs> yeah. So the big thing, of course, No Man's Skyrim. Yes. Yep. That's that that is exactly what I meant, and that that is that is the title of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No Man's Skyrim. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of torn on it, to be honest. So am I. It's I I don't play Bethesda RPGs. I'll I, try it because it's on Game Pass. I yeah. always try to play them and I play like the first two missions and then get completely overwhelmed and stop playing. Oh, I, I made a good a good way through Morrowind. That's the last one I've played. The, the one I got the furthest through was Skyrim, but I still um, didn't even yeah. get halfway through. It's the with 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 Skyrim specifically and, and Oblivion too. And I know we've discussed this in the past. You, yeah. You gotta just just Follow the fucking waypoint. Right. Don't worry about going off right. on your own until you're really comfortable in the game and you really understand everything. Just follow that waypoint. It's enough. It, it, Skyrim anyway has been enough that it was interesting that it kept me going, and I didn't. I didn't get overwhelmed. Um, GTA same way. You know, you can just go off and do whatever, but just keep following that fucking storyline. And yep. and once you get through, then it's like okay, you're just in it, and then and then it's all good. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, that's kind of why I didn't like No Man's Sky that much, because you literally could go to, like I wanted to follow the the Atlas or whatever the, the path. So was. did I like that. That seemed pretty cool. That but then, interested like, the hell out of me. But it was like there was so little of it. Right. I was just like, eh, whatever. You're just walking around exploring and things like I did like flying between planets. That was neat and all. But mm-hmm. like what you just described is the reason why I actually got a little bit disappointed pretty quickly in uh, Game of Thrones back in the day. Because they opened up with, here's here's the uh, oh shit I forgot the, what they're called the um, you talking about the show Don Dead yeah uh, oh the White Walkers the White Walkers yeah. wow I, that's how long it's been since I watched the show I, I've I've I'm I just finished season four uh, I, I knew you that, had started watching it again ago, yeah. so you'd remember but they open up with the White Walkers and it's like here's this uh, here's our premise 
and then they completely forget about it forever. And it just, I was like, God damn it. That was the reason why I was interested. Now, I watched it all. Yeah. You know this, but that that's a thing that happens in, in all entertainment where they have the hook and then nothing. So the thing, my my defense of that, only because like 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 you said, I started rewatching it, and it's the first time since it finished. Um, that show honestly suffered because of the week to week and waiting year to year. Watching it straight through, watching it straight through, it is way more apparent that the night that the um the the wall the fucking night's watch it, they and like because i mean they send a raven to king's landing requesting more people to man the wall very early on so it's it's there it's not explored that much but it is there in the story but if but with all the other shit going on all the political crap going on in the yeah, south yeah it is it is over it was not overlooked it's just not the forefront of the attention but it was always there it suffered from sir finishing this fight <sighs> <laughs> I, I we've talked about this in the past before too. I never wanted to play any game more than I wanted to play more Halo Two. Yeah. When that line was said. Yeah. And it ends. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was disinterested after that, oh. or not disinterested, but disappointed. Right. Right. So, but it it definitely feels a lot better if you just watch it straight through. Um, slight on HBO. How in the fuck do we not have 4K? Uh, Game streaming. of Thrones on your streaming service. How is that a thing? Why haven't you done that yet? Have and they, why haven't you done more 4K stuff for your older is, stuff? Is there a 4K Game of Thrones in existence? I, I think they have Blu-rays. <coughs> uh, Blu-rays, I'm sorry. No, no, it, it is still Blu-ray, right? Blu-ray would be 1080. Huh? Blu-ray, Blu-ray would still be 1080p. What, what are they, they make UHD Blu-rays. What are they calling the 4K? Who, who's doing it? I don't even know because I don't buy physical now. Uh, you still get it on Blu-ray if you get 4K. Okay. It's still Blu-ray. It's, yeah. just a, it's a physically it's different a, it's disc. It's a 4K Blu-ray. It's a multi-layer disc. March 1st, 2022. Oh, go away. Need an ad blocker They're, blocker. <laughs> ad blocker blocker? I actually need an yeah. ad blocker blocker blocker. This thing <laughs> says it looks like you're using an ad blocker and disable my ad blocker. No. It's like, fuck you. You, you yeah, can click that if you want. It won't go away. Technical difficulties. Somebody saying. Well, I can't scroll down, but yeah, they are um, ultra HD. Yeah, they are. It's coming out, or it it may be out by now. I'm not sure. But that was that was in March. That was in March. uh, So if you haven't looked at it since March, that's why. My my point was, well, no, it's it's still there. I I tried going back. uh, I tried going back just like in May. Yeah, I tried going back in May to look and see if they had 4K yet, and they still don't. Well, that's that's probably why then, because they have they just released the disc. But my point was, why did it take them that long? That was one of their biggest properties, and they're supposed to be pushing. uh, Oh, the the 4K the the 4K Blu-ray is upscaled. That's why. Yep. Still, Uh, season four and on were shot uh, at 3.2K and finished with 4K DI, while VFX shot were rendered in 2K. You. So there you go. I'd rather watch it in 1080p. I agree. Fuck all. <laughs> fuck all of that. Yep, so it's not in 4K. That's why. Yeah. Anyway, the new one probably will be. That was a. That was really a waste. They should have shot that in 4K. Yeah. The the new one's gonna be though. They, I'm they sure. totally did not forward think that one. I, I don't even know when the first season was. How long ago was that? <laughs> back back to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean it, it. It doesn't really matter, but yeah. I'm curious. So there's there's definitely some other games that. On a, uh, that either I'm looking forward to or 2011. Interesting. 11 years ago. Ouch. Wow. That's why they didn't do 4K yep. then. 
That's old as yeah. hell. And then the fucking new season's coming or series is coming out like next month. Really? Yeah. You haven't have you haven't seen the trailer? I mean, I did a while back, but yeah, I didn't it's, see an it's actual August. announcement. I think it's like end of August, I want to say. August. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, we were I, in July, bro. I forgot we were in July. <laughs> dude, I, I keep forgetting we were in July. I know. Dude, this year, time flying so fast. Oh, God. It's ridiculous. So what were we saying, Brandon? I was saying there's there's still some other games that were, some were shown, some were not shown. Uh, they were shown previously. Uh, it's a mix of games. It's like, okay, this might be interesting. Or some games is like, yeah, this is definitely something I'm into. Um, one of the ones that I thought was kind of a strange looking game that might be fun or it might be annoying is High on Life. <laughs> That's the game that was the game from from Rick and Morty with the talking guns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be absolutely fucking hilarious or it or could just be bullshit. Aggravating. annoying, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a remain to be seen. Yeah. Um another game that's another weird shooter game that they didn't show, they showed previously, Atomic Heart. That oh, one yeah, I remember that strange. one. That one had a very um, like funky aesthetic to it. Yeah, that one probably would be interesting just because it's weird. Yeah, and then along the along the shooters that I'm looking forward to, Stalker Two. Yeah, I've I've never actually finished the original Stalker, but it's been one of my like high high. I think on they, my list that, games that was on your list. Well, what oh, did they yeah. do? They showed they showed what I think they called <coughs> the opening of the game. They, they actually they actually showed the opening of the game. It's like uh you um it's a dude driving a truck mm-hmm. and you I think your character's in the back of the truck and they're driving into the zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they actually showed that. Yeah, and that's at, that's at, more or less how the original the game showcase. opened as well. Uh, that's probably why they did it. The original game opens with you looks, in the back of a truck, the truck crashes, and you're like <laughs> the only survivor, but you don't remember who the hell you are. All you have is this PDA that says kill Straylock. Nah, wow. You have to find who this dude is and a PDA. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, for some reason, home uh, home front just popped in my head. Mm-hmm. That was a cool, that was a neat game. I remember you playing that. We, I, I never we played both it. played it. Yeah. The, the multiplayer was excellent. It was like a the multiplayer was a mix of Battlefield and Call of Duty. Uh, home front was once, basically once they uh, stabilized it was great. Red Dawn the game. Yes. <laughs> and it had and it had the worst ending ever. I don't even remember. Really? The you freaking it's like. You're you're running with this invasion force who's going to take back, I think it was San Francisco or something. So you're crossing the Bay Bridge. It's like big offensive going on, all hell breaking loose. It just ends. No, even better. You call it an airstrike on top of your on top of your own forces to stop them from from getting a, to stop the other guys from getting across because you're starting to lose, hmm. and the game ends right there. Oh wow, damn! Like this fucking, was the first one. Yeah. Because I didn't play the second one. Fucking absolute climactic battle, and it's the end of the game. That, that's out of like, nowhere. Uh, that's just, like just that's stops, like ending. We were soldiers when they're calling in all the airstrikes. Yeah, yeah, that would be a very good analogy to it. <laughs> but it, that pissed me off so much. That, but yeah, that the, sucks. I mean that that that's the sir finishing this fight. Yeah, they yeah. did the same but thing. The the multiplayer was excellent because it wasn't as big as Battlefield, but it had a similar feel. Plus, kept in some of the elements of Call of Duty as far as the class, the the loadouts and the kind of a kill streak system. It wasn't as overpowering, but you could, if you did well enough, you could call in a freaking helicopter, go fly around and blow shit up. I mean, it was cool. 
I remember the um, the opening cinematic for that. Well, cinematic, the opening gameplay bit for the original one. Oh, it's uh, more or less a cinematic. I have a vague yeah. memory of that too. There's there's well, you're there's a scene where you're on the bus going to the you know being shuffled wherever, and you see you some see soldiers. It's the atrocities. It's the atrocities. Yeah. Like, but specifically, you see some soldiers kill these two parents and their kid, their young, young, like two or yeah. three year old kid is yeah. is left there and like crying, well, running at their who dead is bodies. It? Who is it that's invading? North Korea. And need we say more? Yeah. So um, I remember specifically the first time I played it uh, at GameStop mm-hmm. on on our our Xbox demo. Um, my manager started crying <laughs> because she was like shocked at at that. Uh, I mean, they they, like, they starved to death yeah. their own people to the point where they're willing to cross over into China yeah. and sell themselves into sex slavery. So if, if you want a really really great telling of all of that, I can't remember the episode number, but there was I'm, I'll. I'll look it up in a second. There was a Joe Rogan podcast where he had a wo- a woman who escaped North Korea and went through all of that I, and told I, that whole fucking story. She is story. the one that I'm specifically yeah. referring to. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, uh, I just can't remember her I name. I can't remember her name right now either. Yeah, but she, that was a that was fucking, she's been on that was a deep. That was she's a heavy been on episode. a few different uh, podcasts that I've seen, and yeah, that's her her story is harrowing. Yeah, that, that is where you use that word. Yeah, uh, Yonmi Park. Yes, that's her. Yeah, she was on episode fourteen oh three, so that was a, yep. that was a really really powerful like strong episode. <laughs> she was she was on uh, Timcast as well. Yeah, uh, yeah I, don't, I don't know if you was, know who that is. No, uh, Tim Pool. Yeah, yeah, she's going. Yeah, she went around did all the the shows, the podcasts, and all that stuff. And it was yep. great because she's like, yeah, Kim Jong Un wants me dead, and I'm like, that's kind of cool. But I'm not gonna that, lie. Like what I like, described, I'd be proud of that. I'd be like, yeah, fuck. What yeah. I described, that's what she did. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then thought about going back. Yeah. Because being free was too hard. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny because she. I remember she talked about like uh, going to Napa Valley with her mom, and like just the the sheer complete different reality of of just going to taste some wine. I can't remember mm-hmm. what movie it was, but there yeah. was a there was a scene where somebody comes from some war torn country, and they're here, and like they finally get here at the end of the movie or something. And they're walking through a uh, department, not a department store, a, a grocery store, and they start crying. And somebody walks up to him and says, like, well, what's wrong with you? He's like, I've, I've never seen this much food in my life. Wow. It, it, like, it's just like a really powerful yeah. moment of we have it so much better than yeah. so many places in the world. And you just don't even realize it. And it doesn't mean, you know, you need to feel bad because right. you're here. It's just, yeah, that yeah. sucks, dude. It's, it's a reality. You know, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> moving on. Enough, enough social commentary. Yep. So, did we want to say anything else about Starfield? We barely touched on it. I mean, it's. <laughs> we're, I mean, what was there really to say about it? We still don't know anything about it. I yeah. agree. I, it, I agree. It just looks like Skyrim it, in space. It's. It's even with the even with the same weird facial animations. Right. That they haven't improved and in twenty years. It's not a new engine. Still, yeah. they're not doing a new engine and, until Elder Scrolls Six, and that's fine. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not expect the same problems you have with every game that has had that engine. Yeah, when um, it drops. So they said there's a thousand planets, which I think is they are insane. procedural, right? Yes, or are partial procedural, right? <laughs> procedural with touch-ups after or something. I think you, they, I think they, you said something about yeah, that. Yeah, there's there's no way they hand built a thousand. No, 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 no not. there but, isn't. But procedural generation can do a pretty damn good job. Yeah, and then they'll pick whatever planets that fit what they want for the narrative and they'll hand tweak those yeah hopefully there's like a lot of that you know like because it's like you got to find that balance of like i remember in in mass effect andromeda 
there was only five planets I think you went to that you but that you really got to explore them a lot mm-hmm, and there right. was a lot that happened on them and right. I'm, I'm trying to remember if I remember thinking I wish there was more or it was too much. I, I really it, it think, wasn't too much. But I really think that's the way it, you can give the impression of a huge world or in this case galaxy yeah without actually having to make it all i think mass effect the first one did a really good job of that by letting you go to systems and explore those planets but not actually land on all of them yeah so you you might get to explore one of them Uh, i think it was literally only one per system that you could actually land on right and i was fine with that i i thought that was well done and even with the I mean, that actually felt kind of procedural because a lot of the really stuff did. could be very similar to a, another planet you saw, maybe just with a pilot swap. Well, like, well, thinking back to Mass Effect 1, those areas were not very big. They only had a couple of points of interest. Yeah. You could knock the whole thing out in 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I'm, it was cool and I'm you didn't have to do it. I'm wondering how much of each of these planets were actually can exp- Is it like... That's the question. See, like, is it going to be... Are we going to go to this planet, but no matter what, you're always going to land in this area? I, th- If I'm not mistaken, or, or they've already being... said there are specific landing zones. Yeah. And well, you can't uh, make planet fall. Like you, you, it's a loading screen yes. to, to get there. Yes. Oh, it's like I pick, I pick to go to this planet. But you do fly around in space and can yeah. do dogfights. Yeah. I understand completely why they chose to do that. Yeah. And that... That doesn't break immersion for me either, especially if they're showing, if the loading screen literally is you coming in, yeah. making Planetfall. Yeah. Yeah. Give us what, give us the destiny loading screens, basically. The way they did it in Mass Effect was perfectly fine. That's exactly what they did. You didn't actually fly down to the planet. That is, that is true. You went over the planet, you chose but you it, also, and then you saw yourself but you fly also, in. But you also didn't have free flight in space in Mass Effect. Technically, you did. You just did. Sort of- no, no, that doesn't count. It's a I, fucking map. I'm, 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 I'm fucking around. But I, I like the way that they did that. They still yeah. gave you the ability to explore those systems. And I mean, for, for uh, somebody who's in, has an interest in astronomy, yeah, that I loved that. Seeing all of the details of the different planets, like the makeups of their atmospheres and all of the crazy, you yeah. know quantum physics shit going on but we are also living in a post no man's sky world where you can fly all the way in to make fall, which is really neat to do it's, and, it's fun and if they ever finish upgrading it elite dangerous will give you the same experience that's that's a game i'm going to be getting into pretty soon i think let me know uh it, it be dangerous is like yeah, uh no man's sky because of that because uh, one of my one of my teammates was like are you going to get an elite dangerous and i'm like i'm planning on it at some point you know, it's it's. I mean, at it's this on, point, it's on the list. At this point, I may not yeah. have full Hotas, I've, but I've played it in VR with full Hotas, and it's something to behold. Yep. But I don't have Planetfall on it. Right. I, it, but that's going to be that's one to look at for it, sure. Is that a good uh, explanation, though? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, cautiously optimistic. That's what I'll say. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I was about to say I, I, I want to see more of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best I can say. Uh, so the next show was, and this, it's always the case that the PC gaming show is almost worthless. I'm sorry. I didn't it even just watch it. Is. I didn't even watch it. I had it on and was literally looking at other stuff on my phone. <laughs> the only thing that stood out to me simply because I have an interest in it was uh, Endless Dungeon. Mm. I really liked uh, Dungeon of the Endless and now it's going to be endless dungeon and it's going to be like way, like that was pixelated yeah uh dungeon of the endless was 
So this is going to be like a 3D uh, zoomed more in and the, you know, the characters are bigger. It looks way better. And I'm interested in that. That was a really cool little game to play. Neat. And they, uh, they were announcing that it was going to be an open dev, which is basically early access. Yeah. But uh, other than that, the only other thing that actually had me look up from my phone was somebody apparently made a mod for Half-Life Alex called Levitation. Mm-hmm. That's like a four and a half hour campaign. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Nice. It, it, and it looked pretty damn polished. Yeah. There's also there's also people who are, I, I don't know if they've completed or nearly completed uh, a VR mod for Half-Life 2 itself. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't hear that at all. Wow. That's they cool. play through the entirety of Half-Life 2 in the in the Half-Life Alex VR experience. That, I mean, that, that just seems like it would lend itself to that too. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, they, they actually, I read an article about it, but they had to talk, they were talking about how they had to rework some certain parts of it. Yeah. Like some of the physics puzzles just wouldn't make sense in VR and stuff like that. So they ha- it was more than just slapping VR stuff. And, and that's kind of uh, <clears throat> what I'm worried about with uh, RE8 when they implement third person. Mm-hmm. I wonder how some of the scenes are going to play out. Because, I mean, that there's, I, I don't think I'm giving away spoilers here, because it literally happens in 7-2. Uh, but there's a part where like you get your hand cut off. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how that's going to rep- be represented when it's you know you in third person it's, it won't look as dramatic right because I mean, in first person you literally off. got your hand right here and it just yeah it's a very different experience uh so anybody else anything else for pc gaming show yeah like i said i didn't even watch it it, it, so. was, it was and what y'all so talked about doesn't interest me that much anyway <laughs> I, I figured as much yeah. i mean it's, it's nice to see some things coming forward uh system shock armor 4 stuff like that yeah, yeah, um, I, yeah. I heard that was a, the new System Shock or yeah, whatever, yeah, something was, about it. What, yeah, the gameplay they showed for <clears throat> System Shock was that 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 wasn't. Uh, is it a remake? It is a remake. Okay, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, <clears throat> like it's it is it is a remake of the original. Yeah, so it's going to be hopefully faithful to the original, just with modern See, elements. I, I never played it, so yeah. Uh, so the next show was, and we've already talked about the stuff that happened there. Uh, the next show was uh, Capcom Showcase, where they kind of mm. showed a little bit more of four, yeah. just a taste of gameplay. I mean, it's <sighs> it is third person again, right? Yes. Okay. It, it, it's, I, I didn't see it. It's uh, if you've played RE2 uh, or RE3 yes. remakes, I have to. Then you know how RE4 is going to play. I'm and da- I, I'm down. I can't I can't wait for that. I'm actually down because I I never finished four. Yeah. I did on the GameCube way back in the day one time. Uh, and I think that's probably why I feel the way I do about the remake in wanting it, where it seems like there's a, a vocal majority that are saying, why did you do this? Yeah. But I mean, whatever. I I, I really like that. What do you mean, why did you do that? Why did you do what? Uh, there's a lot of people that, that don't are want the remake? bitching at Capcom. It's Twitter. Yeah. But it's also in the don't, comments section on YouTube. Look, I look don't at, forget Twitter is now just an offshoot of Tumblr because they got rid of porn on Tumblr. As, as I like to that's say, that's what happened to Twitter. As yeah. I like to say, Twitter is not the real world. Yeah, or, uh, the, but I, I'm stealing that from uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, <laughs> the um, honestly, I'm okay. It's the game is old enough that a remake I think is warranted. Yes, it was probably the one of the best handling Resident Evil games. Um, it, it was one that I played probably the most of back in the day um, other than five, which we played the shit out of five when it first came out and then never touched it again, which I would not have touched solo. 
No, period. I, I we I my only experience in that game was multi was playing two player. And with before you. that, my only experience was playing with B. Yeah, and the, hmm. the and the actual multiplayer bit that we did. The, now like, the mercenaries mode yeah, that was in five cool. was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah, that that was that is the only multiplayer Resident Evil thing that has ever been legitimate in my eyes. Yeah, um, the the version they had in six was. God, I, I never. I played six one time for like an hour, and I was like, "Nah." And me, me, and B tried to play the mercenaries mode in six. We played about ten minutes of the first stage and never touched it again. So with the way we never touched that game again, neither one of us. So with the way things are going, clearly they're. It looks like they're going to remake all of them at this point. I don't know if they're going to remake all of them because I, I just don't see them going back to five and six. I. It, but what if they did though? I. If they made it to the quality that they've made two and three, and also seven and eight, you know, sort of, you know, because those were right. those were good, right. even the first person. If they right. if if they eight redid, was awesome. Yeah, if they did, uh, five and six, the way they've made two, three, and now four, and especially if they even go back and remake the original to make them all consistent to play exactly the same, I honestly would be all about it. I actually think that they shouldn't touch five and six, and they should cut them out of the timeline i kind of feel the same way that that is that not is my even looking from the outside i haven't played any of them but what, looking from the outside it looks like five and six tried to well, go down a completely they different don't route fit. from the entire so rest of the series they don't fit with the new narrative i w- i would need to go back i thought five actually did fit with the with the narrative of like where the original virus came from like in africa uh, i think one of my issues with it, it was africa is, right Yes. 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 Okay. That, that's where five took place. Because I don't remember the story that well. I, re- I remember watching one of those lore videos going through the whole timeline. But yeah. like the stuff that happens in five is actually very relevant to how the T virus eventually gets made. The, the issue like the is characters that were involved with that five leads into six. Yeah. And, and six is so horrible that so, I actually think that they should stop with the remakes at four and then start making new just and just continue yes just kind of retconning it basically well well, the thing is so um we know now with uh the uh the dlc that's coming for eight that we're going to play as uh his daughter uh winters yeah winter's daughter uh rose i think it's called shadows of rose actually okay and uh it's about her powers and she doesn't want them because they make her, you know, an outsider. And she's literally trying to get rid of them just to be normal. Hmm. And that was something that people were saying, like, okay, are we going to play, uh, is nine going to be you playing as Rose and you have superpowers? Like, that That just doesn't fit in a Resident Evil game. That'd feel more like six. <laughs> so the fact that they're getting this out of the way yeah. at, and then are going to move on to nine with something else, like, good. I, I, I agree with uh, the sentiment that I saw from a lot of people saying, a Resident Evil game with superpowers just sounds weird. Yeah. So uh, where they go next with it, I think they should just go there, stop with these remakes. I think wherever it ends with four will be fine. I just don't see them needing to go back and remake five and six. Yeah, I mean, if they were to continue after four with basically new story to, that would replace five and, and six, I'd probably and be, I'd be okay with that. They, they could do that as well. Yeah. I mean, they've already kind of retconned a few things and, you know, placed... Uh, Easter eggs of where they're going in those games. Mm-hmm. So I mean, okay. they, they can do that. that. Those were really the two only things from Capcom Showcase that I cared about. 
they had some uh i think there's some new stuff from monster hunter world but it's just not something i never i ever got into no i, I can't just, remember what else now i just wish capcom would you know give mega man some love again Oh, there, there was, there was something. The Battle Network games. Yes, all of them are going to be on the Switch in one big bundle, or two separate bundles. Yeah, that's kind of my sentiment. That's my sentiment. Ooh, <laughs> whoop de doo, Basil. Yeah. No. <laughs> the the disappointment in your voice. I mean, is but I, at this point, I don't know. I mean, unless they brought back Mega Man Legends three, I don't really know what they could do that I would even be interested in. You that, know, like three D thing that you showed us. Yeah, I guess, but. You know, it's like I was thinking like I would love it if like for a full reboot of the Mega Man X franchise in like a different format of game, but then it wouldn't be a Mega Man game. But then again, does that matter? No. You know, if it was like a narrative driven game, you know, even though it's Mega Man X, I think that would be cool. If they because the X series was way more interesting than the original series. I'm sorry. Well, it's because the X series had an actual story from day one. That's true. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that, too. Because yep. I didn't play the Mega Man games for a long time, and I actually played, I think, the first two X games yeah. and, still, and enjoyed them. I still think it's funny. I was talking to some random kid in Walmart a million years ago. He was trying to tell me that Mega Man X was a thing. I'm like, dude, that's Mega Man 10, and they're not even doing 6 yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, he showed me. Yep. <laughs> that's funny. Wow. <laughs> Some, I remember the stupid shit. Yeah, I forget important things all day. Every it's day. like it's, the it's there, there's just some things that just become core memories, whether you want them to or not. Yeah, and other memories that come become completely corrupted, and you remember them totally wrong. Yes, yep. Yep. those two. Uh, so the next thing that happened was the Final <coughs> Fantasy VII 25th anniversary. Yeah, so, that was big. So my yeah. So okay, the um the re the sort of remakeaster my. <laughs> of a uh, crisis core it's, yeah it's because i mean i don't know i think it's i don't think anybody saw that coming well a lot of i, I saw a lot of speculation that it was going to be a thing oh uh, really yes okay. i follow see, a bunch I, of i didn't see stuff. well i don't follow yeah so it looks like it's a a, a remaster it's not a remake because it still has the same kind of ridiculous slot based combat which i never understood um i probably won't play it because I didn't want to play the original. The story in it is good and honestly is relevant. Like so like one thing that a lot of people freak out about is the importance of Zack. And because I never played Crisis Core, I never thought he was that important of a character. Apparently he is. He's, yeah. he he is, well, I say apparently. I know now because I've watched a movie of all the cutscenes of Crisis Core. So I've seen the whole game. And it seems like they're pulling that into part 2 of yes. 7. Yes, they are. Um because it well, what? Why can't I fucking talk? You play the game. <laughs> he he literally just uh, headbutted the microphone. Yes, yes. No, it's like I. There's a the the very last scene of Final Fantasy VII remake is different. It's a scene that that was that is impossible based on Crisis Core, the very end of Crisis Core. Huh. Then that makes them redoing Crisis Core even weirder, unless they're gonna. No, I think that's I, that. I think I think that's just to get it out to a wider audience because it was a PSP game. Yeah, that's the reason why I didn't so, play it. Yeah, same. And um, but it is very relevant to, because I mean Sephiroth is one of the good guys in in that game. He's because that's when he was in Soldier, you know, and Cloud is uh just a Shinra soldier. He's not in Soldier, right? Um, which I mean, technically he never, you know, according to the original game, he never made it to soldier. He mixed his memories with Zach's memories 
because he had Mako poison, Mako poisoning. I used to call it Mako. The Mako poisoning that from because they were in the underground lab at the Shinra building in Nibelheim for two years, which is why when Cloud's like, it's been seven years or it's been five years, you know, with Tifa or whatever. This isn't all the original game. He's like, yeah, you know, I haven't seen you in five years. And she's like, it's actually been seven years because he lost two because they were trapped in there. But and he was so fucked up at the end of Crisis Core. Zach is like, you know, live for me. You know, don't forget me, blah, 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 and all that stuff. And because of all the shit, all the all the poisoning, he he inadvertently mixed their lives together and forgot that he that Zach even existed, <laughs> which is why he goes through the whole process of having to refine himself in, you know, halfway through the original game. Um, which so it's really gonna be trippy. Oh wait, I don't want to say it. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a uh, Breakfast Club or Futurama reference there. Don't forget me. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, but uh, and I I know I teased with you last time that um, remake is not the like now that they call the second one rebirth. Yeah. It's like remake is not a remake of the original game. It's different. It's a, it's a different story. It's it's technically a different story. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm very very excited to see where it's going to go. <laughs> um, but the other thing that I am really excited about that's supposed to be coming out this year is Ever Crisis. Yeah. So we don't have a ton of information on it, but from what I can tell, that from what I've seen when they first announced it, it is supposed to cover the entire Final Fantasy VII story from crisis core through advent children so in other words it but it should it should uh cover events happening before the seven remake so and then events happening after the third part of the seven remake so the the other the other issue they call it another chance for a remake they call oh yes yes that that. was a tagline for it i'm trying to remember they they showed so that that famous scene uh, at Nibelheim when Sephiroth sets it on fire, yes, uh, and Cloud sees him and he like turns towards the camera and then he walks away with his sword. There were glimpses where he he changed. He had short hair. He yes. had a different sword. He had yes. different clothes. I saw that. Was that for Ever Crisis or was that for Rebirth? Because I can't remember. I don't remember either, but um, I remember that scene. But yeah, so uh, I, if I had to guess, it was for Rebirth. I can't imagine Ever Crisis because it's it's a mobile game. I can't imagine it actually being the full full gameplay of all of the story of Final Fantasy VII. Like, it's got to skip around or just show you certain scenes or something. I'm not 100% sure. But it's cool because it blends the remake graphics with the original Classic Seven kind of, you know, blocky graphics, like the the character style. And I, I think it looks really neat. I like I actually like the character style in that game. I didn't even see, you said it's a mobile game? It's a mobile game. It's wow. Android and iOS only. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's wow. like, I was, I remember talking with Brandon about how am I going to figure out how to play this on my TV with a controller? Because that's how I'm going <laughs> to want to play it. Bluestacks. Okay. <laughs> So I, I continue with my opinion, but that, yeah, uh, they I'm mobile gl- games are not games. I'm glad that they announced. So that, are. <laughs> I'm glad that they announced the seven. The seven is going to be a trilogy. So, you know, we have this one coming out next year. Right. Which it's probably going to be end of next year because they said winter of 23. Is, yeah. Is that considered like the beginning of the year? Just at, at this point, don't get your hopes up. No, I'm expecting at the end of next year, if not in the 2024. Right. But it's fine because by then I will have Breath of the Wild too. 
whatever that's going to be. With with, with the way things are right now, 2023 looks insane. Yep. For game releases. Yep. <laughs> the um, I will drop everything for Breath of the Wild too, straight up. Period. I mean, duh. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> which Nintendo we can get on a Nintendo Nintendo the next one on your list. Uh, yes, it? yes, it yeah, is. So they they had a Nintendo Direct Direct Mini, which was all third party stuff. Uh, before that, they had a Direct for Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Yes, but I don't care. Me either. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, so, sorry just, for those of you who do, but we yeah, just don't care about that. Like, game. look, I Xeno- care about I care about that as much as I do Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. If it was a remake of Xenogears, I would be fanboying. So I I, I beat Xenogears once as a kid. I forgot that the whole ending was basically all just text because they ran out of time. Uh, well, the, if I'm not mistaken, the game wasn't even supposed to happen. Like it was some kind of hodgepodge of different ideas and pieces of Final Fantasy stories that were never used. I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, I, I saw some kind of thing about it. Yeah. The only kind of stuff from the Nintendo Direct that really caught my eye was uh, the mini. Yeah, the mini. Yeah. This this game Blanc kind of reminds me of uh, Ori a little bit. It does. Yes, mm, I agree. It's cool. It's like a return a, to Mon- a fawn and a dog or yeah. something. Return and it's all in black and white. Return to Monkey Island. I never played the original, but cool that it's coming back. And I feel bad for the guy that's receiving all that shit on Twitter. You know, fuck all of you guys. What happened? So the guy, there was so much negativity directed directly at him on Twitter that he's like, I'm not even going to post any updates anymore. Like I'm, he's like, he, he, you've taken all the joy out of sharing this game away from me. What did, what happened? <clears throat> what were they complaining about? They were they everything. Being Twitter. You know, just Twitter being Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, for, for a game like Monkey Island, I'm, I'm curious why there was backlash. That's Be- just weird. Because people because fucking Twitter. suck. I mean, I don't, I don't people disagree. People give Facebook all the crap. It's really Twitter that's ruining yeah, the world. I, I agree. F- Facebook, Facebook isn't the uh, public forum. No. That's Twitter. Facebook is just people sharing random Face- shit. Twitter Twitter is the problem. Facebook is the magnifying glass. <laughs> I, I mainly keep Facebook for family and, I, and I some even, select friends, and that's mm-hmm. about it. I don't really do much on it. I had not posted anything on Facebook in eight years before I posted my TV <laughs> so, <laughs> trying to sell it. Yeah. So Sonic Frontiers looks weird. Yeah, I'm glad they showed what they did because I was like, eh, about it. Yeah. I'm still kind of eh about it, but... You well, know. it's just because we, we don't trust... 3D Sonic games anymore. Yeah. Did, they have did to you, prove themselves. Did, did you see uh, with Sonic Origins how that turned out? Yeah, abysmal. Yeah. Did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, it's... They've, they have a lot of issues. Um, the games have performance issues, which you should be able to run those fucking games on a 486. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the And actually, they... The worst thing about it is the, the Sonic 3 music replacements. Yeah. They went back and they they finished, quote unquote, the music from the prototype Sonic 3. So that's fine. That was the original music intended for it. And it came out lower quality than the original prototype. And, and wasn't this the same team that did Sonic Mania? Or no? Uh, it's, it is most of the same team. And one of their guys, one of their guys came out and said that they weren't allowed to finish fixing things. Yeah. Oh. It, it, it was, wasn't it like a third party dev that was helping them? <clears throat> Um, it was two. It's actually two companies. Um, yeah, the it is the two companies involved in the previous remakes and stuff. Yes. Uh, Head Cannon Games. That's the one. And yeah. the other one's escaping me at the moment. But Head Cannon was calling out Sega. Yeah, yeah. 
basically saying we weren't allowed to finish this game. Damn, that's a shame. Uh, what they said was <laughs> we're, we're, we wanted to still keep working on it. They they even said with the current budget we had, we yeah, wanted said, to keep said, going. We just want to finish it. Yeah. You don't even have to pay us more. Yeah. Just the, let us finish it. The point was they were like that. This reflects on us because we're the ones that made it. And Sega wouldn't let them finish it. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's weird issues, mostly with the Sonic Three. Sonic One and Two aren't so bad. Um, the Sonic, interestingly, the Sonic One and Two music actually it sounds. They actually cleaned it up a bit. It sounds better than the original Sega Genesis. The Sonic CD music, it was enhanced for the mobile remakes. Slightly enhanced. Uh, they added better looping points and stuff, and they took that back out for this version for some reason. Yeah, like they went, they regressed on some stuff. It's it's weird. It's like they that's exactly it. For some reason, they took a step back on some parts, even though they took steps forward on other parts. Um, the Sonic Two special stages have been redone com- in true 3D, so they're butter smooth now. If yeah. you remember the half pipe stages, yeah, those look fucking amazing. Um. The Sonic 3 running around collecting balls stages, uh, they kept that from Sonic Mania, so it's nice and clean now. The Sonic 1 special stages even got enhanced with true rotation. So instead of it being the the choppy rotation, it's also just completely smooth. So they did some really good stuff. But it's just the things they messed up on are just plain weird. It's like, why did y'all do this? Why They just chose to push it out. It's it's strange uh, on the publisher side. Sega just was like, "Stop all work, push it out now." That's what it sounds. What it seems to be. Yeah, they haven't commented yet, but a lot of people are. Some people are like blasting the the dev for like for blasting Sega. It's like y'all probably never going to work with them again. So like, well, I'll tell you what, if they're going to do this to us, I wouldn't want to work with them again well, either. Right, exactly. I think that's what they what they thought was. We don't want to work with Sega anymore because they're going to make us look bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like we would rather do stuff on our own. Mm-hmm. I got- mean, they they can go the uh, they can go the route of Blue Point, you know, work well, go from working on uh, remakes to making their own shit. I mean, they've got the engine for it, right? They can make some Sonic knockoff games. Yeah, it, it'd be perfectly fine. So, um, Portal Companion Collection got announced. That was kind of random, mm-hmm. but uh, but I don't even remember that. Wow. Yeah, it, like they they dropped it. Like it was like it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, so it, so it's, it's already out. It's Portal on Switch, and people have already figured out how to how to kick it back into Half Life Two mode. Yeah, <laughs> Harvestella kind of looks interesting to me because it's sort of it's uh it says fighting, farming, and forging friendships across four seasons. That's a lot of F's, <laughs> but they have they have a fifth season, one of death, is what it says. So, so that, it's Stardew Valley with a twist, something like that. What a twist! Honest, honestly, I I played the hell out of Harvest Moon back in the day. I played the hell out of Star, uh, Stardew Valley. I'll try it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll check it out. It looks. I, uh, it, hopefully, they put a demo out or something. I actually thought the only thing that really stood out from the mini was uh, there was going to be a second Mario and Rabbids, and didn't care. Uh, I, yeah. I don't care, yeah. and that was the only thing that stood out to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the um, as much as I love, love, love XCOM, it just do, I, do we know when the the Chocolatier game is coming out? No, I don't uh, know that, what that is. It's so, the the next game by the guy that made Stardew Valley. Yeah, oh, you okay. play you play like the Haunted Chocolatier or something like that is what it's called. I think or, so. Yeah, and it's it's a very similar looking game. I mean, it's the U, have some the UI qualities, but it's but it's apparently not even tied in except yeah. maybe loosely, like maybe same world, but no real. Speaking yeah, of that, elements. I'm so glad they dropped the whole 
we're in the same universe as PUBG thing from Callisto so that it can be its own thing because that was a weird ass thing anyway. Yeah, that was a stretch. That was like, what? how? Why, there's no story to it anyway. Does anyone else find it weird that Persona seems to be a, such a huge deal this year, all of a sudden? <laughs> I, I mean, the, the fact that I'm they even, have so many games and I've never played them. Actually, once Persona 5 drops on Game Pass, I intend on trying it. Because Persona is one game that I've, that even back in the Shin Megami Tensei days, I've I've never heard anything bad about it. Uh, oh, it's, there is a I cult mean, besides following. Besides usual JRPG tropes. Yeah, but, but uh, Shin Megami and uh, Persona have a cult following. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not mistaken, those have been a console exclusive to PlayStation, haven't they? And that's why this was a big thing that Persona was coming to Xbox. I think it and made, Switch. I want to say it made it to and Nintendo Switch, okay. to Nintendo before. <laughs> at least some variants of it. Your mama. Um, Excuse me. I even had a spin-off game on Virtual Boy that I've mentioned before. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. On Virtual Boy? There was a spin-off game, very loose spin-off called Jack Bros, which pisses me off to this day because the game literally disappeared one day. I have no idea what the hell happened to it. And now the cartridge alone on eBay is like a grand. You, you mean like you owned you owned the physical copy and you just you couldn't find it? Yeah, it, okay. it vanished one day. I thought you meant like it was delisted or something. Oh no, no, I had a physical copy. It was a great game. It was a lot of fun, very simple game, but it just literally just disappeared. That, that that's a weird thing that's been happening with a couple of things lately when they delist stuff. It's like okay, we released a uh, released a remake. Now you can't buy the original version. Well, that's a lot. That's also why uh, why the new Sonic game, Sonic Origins, got a huge pile of crap on it. Yep, because they did that. Yep, they're like, "Fuck you! If you want it, buy this." I was so gonna say like, that. Okay, go go gadget emulator. <laughs> I happen to have one installed. Yep. This right here. <laughs> of course you do. Of course I do, because it works great. It's beautiful. But yeah, that uh, that pretty much covers it. Yep. That was uh that was everything everything that I saw anyway. I think there were a couple of other little uh streams that some smaller publishers or devs did. I I didn't follow any yeah, of them though. I didn't either. I mean, I didn't watch it, but they have the uh the usual zaniness from uh Devolver. Devolver. Oh, I did watch that. I did watch that and that and that was that yeah. was funny. Yeah. yeah the, the, Devolver always has something cool. I actually thought it was a pretty cohesive story they told in it. Yeah, that's true. They always do do kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a little story. PC gamer, uh, PC gaming show tries to do the same thing, but in a much more like slapstick way. Mm -hmm. And Devolver does a very mature, crazy story. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, that that pretty much covers everything. Right on. Cool. Well, then we will be back um, in a few weeks. Probably, I'll try to get this one out pretty quick, and that way, uh, you know, we'll be on schedule again. Because that's so important. Uh, I've got a couple of different things that uh, we can do. The, the one I talked about with perspective. Yeah. Or uh, I've got another one talking about how crazy it has been to buy into next gen, meaning current gen. Right. Cool. So, yeah. All right. Everyone, be good or be good at it. And until next time. Later. <laughs>